now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Vilo, and I'm here today with two wonderfully super special awesome co-hosts. We've got the one, the only, the whale himself, Dr. Shamu. Hello. And continuing on the topic of sea creatures, we've also got... The shark himself, the most ancient of predators. Hello, hello. And I, like I said, I'm Seth Vilo. All of our names start with S today. We just decided to go with the theme. I'm your host. No thatch. His name starts with T. He's not allowed on this. <laughs> but <laughs> we, we are the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that was bestowed upon us back in 2007. And we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game and every little thing in between and beyond. So... We've got a good one for you today. It is our competitive-themed episode this month, as it is always with the second Monday of each month, I think. I think that's typically how we do it. Does something that sound like right? a se- Or more like second Saturday for us recording, but yeah, it's something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, some, just early, early mid-month, you know, not the recording. first weekend, but yeah. You mean we're not doing this live in your car? What? <laughs> There's no room in there anymore. There's no room. <laughs> I have too many empty Soylent bottles in my car to have many people in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a, uh, so that is our competitive episode. And it being an odd numbered month, we're talking TCG later today, but we'll get to that when we get to the topic. So what have you guys been up to just in a general sense anything pokemon or not pokemon what's what's going on in y'all's lives shamu how about you what you got um not much pokemon last thing i did pokemon <laughs> was like the with the raids the paradox ones and you want the walking yeah. wake and stuff got those dealt with I need to do that before this weekend yes, is do. up. Yep. Ugh. Yep. It ex- it ends literally Sunday like 6 o'clock. I think Yeesh. they're re- I think they're rerunning it though because of some bugs. I yeah, believe. we'll talk yeah. about that in the news for sure, but yeah. yeah, they will rerun it. They have mentioned that they had mentioned that before they were bugs. So, okay, that's good. They like to rerun a couple of those things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a couple of those a few times. Yeah. Yeah, especially with these okay. just new Pokemon that were literally not in the code and just magically right? appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, I know. We're going to yeah. get them again. We had the moves. We had the moves, at least in the code. We just didn't have a... I don't think it was... No, they weren't in the code. Oh, no, no. It was accidentally the... revealed at... Um, yeah, they were... Yeah, we, we, yeah, that was what it was. They accidentally revealed them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we knew of some kind of placeholder in the code for Verizion and Suicune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things. There was something in there that, that the data miners found, but we didn't, yeah. like, know what they were. Yeah, and I'll think of the moves, too, because we got the Cyblade and the Hydra Steam, like, leaked, essentially. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what I was thinking of. Wasn't yeah. actually in the code. It was on their, their whatever, their sheet or program or whatever they had. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the move select or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I really haven't been doing much. I think the most recent thing other than that was just, like... Started picking up some magic cards again and just getting some cheap stuff. Oh no. 
Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Linian finally got you. Oh no. Oh uh, no. All will be one. It's one of those things that I've, I've always, I've already been into it. I just kind of got back into it. Oh, okay. So I just bought some more stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I bought a couple, spent some money on cheap bling. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm just so. waiting for the moment when I find, actually, like, commit to playing with y'all on Discord or something. Cause, like, that's the <laughs> only thing probably keeping me from, like, doing more. Like, I, like, I still follow it. I still read yeah. the previews. I'm still like I like the Lord everything and I'm just like I just can't I just can't spend the money if I'm not gonna play the cards, so Yeah. <laughs> I just need people to play with. I kind of view it too as like, okay, at least I'm buying stuff and just like a little bit of that like don't like saying it's a financial thing, but like at the same time it's like some of these cards will hold some value, so I'm kinda like, okay, you know what, at least I'm gonna get my money for it or whatever, you know? It's like and I'm not spending no fifty dollars on like ten cards. I might buy like one expensive card because at least for commander, which what I'm mainly doing with is just yeah. Once you have it, you have it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of my mentality. It's like okay, I don't mind putting this into a casual thing, and then at the very least, I'll have this fun card or whatever, this good card for a future thing down the line. As long as it's got like, I don't want to buy a uh, fifty dollar card that has a use in one deck only. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Try to get something that's least good and all the stuff. And it also also helped that I had cards. I guess I bought years ago. I didn't realize went up in like value by a lot. So it's like, oh, Ooh. I had these good cards already. Yeah, like, nice. Good old smothering ties. I didn't know I had. <laughs> Very nice. Ooh. I was like, oh, oh wait, ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that went up in value. <laughs> yes, it did. I think if I remember buying it was like ten bucks, and it's like now it's more. But again, wow. it's nice. It's nice finding those little treasures that you have that are worth money. Yeah, that's always a cool feeling. Great henge that I don't have anymore, but I did have. Oh, yeah. Does magic have rotation things? Yeah. Uh, standard does, but commander standard is just does. Highland. Commander, the one that I would mainly be interested in, most people are, is Highlander, essentially. Yeah. What does it translate that for me? Uh, one Only one of any card, other than, like, basically. And oh. gym leader challenge, basically. Gym leader challenge. Yeah, yeah. gym leader challenge. At the that's your conversion. Card. That's It's so very similar, it. except you can yeah. actually play your... Like, there's, like, one card, potentially two, depending on the mechanics of the card. The combined card game mechanics is, uh, if you remember with the Deckmaster stuff from Yu-Gi-Oh! in the anime, where they had one card they set aside that they could play at, like, any time, it's okay, kind of yeah. like that for Commander, where you have one card which your deck is based around with, like, color identity. So, like, uh-huh. uh, if you have a, like, a three-color Commander, whatever three colors those are, you can have those three colors in your deck. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's like now. it's a build around type thing. You you either use it for the colors or you use it for like that's what your deck is based around of like the strategy and stuff. Is that one card like a big one physically? Yeah, they they have made giant versions of they those cards. Yes, yeah. oh, okay. in the actual product that they sell for it. Yeah. Okay. It'd be that, like yeah. if you got if you if they actually ever made Gym Leader Challenge in actual format, they like. Like, oh, you have your Venusaur, like, a really good Venusaur card as, like, your cover art or whatnot, and they may print a giant one, and then your whole deck is just grass energy. You just grab the promo V union and put it out. Built around Venusaur, trying to get Venusaur out or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. God, I wish that was a feature in the card game where if you did V unions for as short-lived as those were, you could just get the promo and put it on the table instead of those four stupid cards. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I think you could definitely probably do it in casual, but like an official yeah. play, they don't let you do it, which is really irritating. Well, yeah. I mean, it, oh, well. you could blame the one guy who decided to build a deck of giant promos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, how about you, Shark? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been, uh, I've been doing, uh, just a bunch of, like, I think just Pokemon tournament type things, mainly UUTC here mm. on the Discord. Uh, we just finished round, round five. I did get in three and two, so I'm in bracket. Woohoo! Nice. Yeah, that one's gonna be pretty competitive, though. I'm looking at everyone who's made it in. I'm like, ooh, dang, it's gonna be some fun competition there. And then, yeah. other than that, is uh, Draft League stuff. I've been just playing Ooh. some Draft League on other servers, so just hopped in okay. as a replacement on one, and doing well on that one, and then I have an Ubers one starting up in a few minutes, so... Ooh, Ooh. how fun. Mm-hmm. You can test Moody while, like, they're doing over there. <laughs> uh, they're, they're not allowing you Moody in the Draft League, for oh, obvious reasons. Like, yes, it's Ubers, yeah. but not like that Ubers. So. Yeah. They, they, it's more like, I get to, the I can't doof. use, like, I think Miraidon is like the borderline legend that they actually banned right now in Draft League. Ah. Like, at least in this sense. one, it's like a, it's a national dex. I'm trying to think what else. They allow you to use, like, Yveltal and Xerneas with Geomancy, Primal Kyogre, Coridon as like the upper in- echelon of Ubers. So no Sword mm-hmm. Doggos, no Mega Ray, no regular Kyogre. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And we ride on, yeah, we there was a little tour that uh yeah, found out yeah, no, that thing's busted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the winner of the tournament had that in Basque Legion with last respects. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, oh. god yeah. <laughs> One of the most busted special breakers in the game, and also one of the busted physical breakers in the game. Uh Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah, no. Wonder why they won. I low-key hope that Basque Legion just doesn't get it when it it happens, uh, despite what the code said. Uh, I love it. It's so good. It's like, it just... Last Respects will definitely be a band move one day. It's just a matter of when that day will be. Unless, for some (laughs) reason, they let Basque Lin keep it and right that would be goofy yeah <laughs> oh well god basculin having that no yeah it gets adaptability <laughs> and you can tear it oh yeah and it has oh, faster yeah. speed than basculegion at 92 yep. so yeah it's... and anything getting less respects is just less respects alone is just oh it's a spooky move that's for sure yeah, yeah. no i had a team or a draft league that i did i did okay in just because i didn't have a good defensive core to my team but it i was in every single match because i had reggie alecki with terra ice and Basque legion so like yeah Ooh. like it is just hi- like yeah two of the fat like super fast break everything type uh pokemon yeah no i was in every match that. the problem is is that i would i would win like you know 2-0 1-0 but then i would lose like 4-0 so like all, <laughs> so unless i won more than i did my differential pulled down <laughs> i never won i never got a good sweep with you can't oh, well. sweep with basque legion unless you go like super hard banded liquidation not last yeah. respects you gotta be swept before you can sweep with it and mm-hmm. that's always really risky exactly Ugh, goodness gracious. Well, I haven't been up to too terribly much. I've just honestly been not really much in the Pokemon world, if I'm being completely honest. I've been doing a lot of house things, getting the yard ready for plants once it actually is warm enough to put them in. That'll be exciting. Oh, yeah. a huge plant nerd. I'm trying to grow a banana tree in Georgia. We'll see how well it goes. (laughs) 
It could be worse. There could be worse places yeah. to try to grow a banana pl- tree. I think yeah, Georgia would be a sure. decent spot. Yeah, and I'm I'm decently, uh, you know, decently warm in my area, so it's probably going to be okay. I think I've gotten a couple tips too from some of the guys. I was I, we got into a big old plant discussion at one point <laughs> in the last couple weeks, and all over the all over the general thread and i I got a couple a couple good suggestions from some Mm -hmm. folks there who know a little bit more than me so thank you guys and yeah 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 no palms like i have i've had a palm that uh in our when we bought the house it was there and it did really well for a while and i know there's some palms around us here uh, but it's just that we just had that really cold winter about two years ago that i just like literally killed it off but Uh uh-huh i didn't do like it just got too cold for it but otherwise, yeah, yeah, no, it like it does fine here. So I imagine it would do fine in Georgia. So yeah, probably just get as cold. Yeah, it doesn't get. I don't think it does. Uh, but yeah, I also got my mushrooms that I'm gonna be growing. That'll be fun. I got my some of my carnivorous plants are waking up. A couple of them. It's I'm excited. I've I've <laughs> I'm such a plant goofball. <laughs> I'm gonna grow bamboo too because I'm insane. So <laughs> that'd be fun. You got the room for it. I've got the room for it, and the one that I got is a clumper, so it's not going to take over everything, and I was really precautious and put down a barrier where I'm going to put it, so I think I'll be fine, but I'm excited. This will be a fun little plant experiment, and I'm just hyped. I'm a I'm a goofball. Yeah, you've seen my house, Jim. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Yeah. There's been a couple more fruit trees planted since then, so <laughs> now I've got six, and there will be a seventh once I get the area prepared i want to put a fig out in the back too because why not seven seems like a good number and (laughs) figs are crazy but yeah that's what i've been up to honestly that plus a couple house fixing things nothing really interesting for a pokemon podcast (laughs) (laughs) y'all want to hear how i replaced my ceiling fan it's really nice (laughs) adulting is fun Adulting is fun. I love I love having a house that I have to constantly maintain. <laughs> Slipping on the ice outside. <laughs> Slipping on the uh, Yeah. Oh my god. Storms lately. It's like yeah. 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 I'm ready for it to be warm. Cold sucks. I'm really tired of it. The bees can stay in hibernation. I don't care. They can stay away. Oh, my precious babies. <laughs> My real life friends call me Doctor Bees. <laughs> You're only your real life friends. I think everyone. Only, does. <laughs> everyone. A lot of people do. A lot, a lot, a lot of people do. If you haven't looked up that YouTube video, do it. Seth Vilo, Lord of the Bees. Lord of the Bees. I can change my nickname again this week. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Christ. All right, as well. <laughs> I, th- I think that's a good place to stop with the general topic before we go way off the rails. So let's, <laughs> we're going to kick it on over to the news, the actual Pokemon news, the stuff that y'all come here for. So we will be right back. Welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things. So, um, whoever is first, go ahead and start us off with that one. All right. So, the 
In just general Pokemon news, uh, James Turner, who was the art director for uh, Sword and Shield and has designed a number of Pokemon in the past, uh, has uh, tweeted out that he was the one who designed Tatsugiri in all the shiny, all the different forms of it. See ya. Which is kind of cool. Like, yeah, he was the one who created Shadow Lugia way back for XD, Stun Vanillite line. Uh, and a lot of another, a lot of cool ones. G-Max, Pikachu, Sinistee, Obstagoon, and also did, uh, Professor Sada and Turo. Okay. Oh, so it's his fault. Yes. <laughs> I see we have a name to blame. Now yes. we know. Yes, a name to blame for Giga Chad, uh, Turo. Giga Chad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is going to tie in a little bit to the, fr- uh, to the topic later, but the, Pokemon TCG literally did the the Giga Chad meme with yeah. the professor's research of Turo. I they did. Like, it was so good. I love like, that. There's no way they did that. <laughs> <laughs> They're so in touch. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Po- whoever runs Pokemon Twitter needs a raise immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're doing so well. Yep. Uh, so yep. I guess that's the general news. We that's really just the, the general uh, news. Yep. Yeah, there's a little bit more focused news, which I can take from there. We've got some in the Scarlet and Violet news. The next seven-star raid was announced, and it's going to be flying-typed Decidueye. It will run back-to-back on the weekends of March 17 through 19 and March 24 through 26. So, go ahead and grab your Decidueyes there. So, that'll be fun. Yeah, definitely come on the Discord and join us. We'll definitely be ready. To yeah, help out, be, people will be raiding. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, do the, those come with? Do those come with the potential to have their hidden abilities, or is it locked in? Oh yeah, they're abilities? hidden abilities. They're usually they always hidden abilities when you catch them. Six IVs all the way, and they get to have the unrivaled mark. Uh huh. Very cool. I may grab one just for that specifically because that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Get your King Gambit readies. <laughs> King Gambit. Oh, why the King Gambit? It resists all three stabs that it gets up initially. Oh. There's a chance it runs low kick or huh. like low sweep or something like that. But like, we'll have to see. Odds are you might be fine just getting like if you have nothing else, get a King Gambit ready. That's yeah. like at least resist most of everything. Yeah. That's to see what gimmick it has because that's what it always, they always have like a gimmick of some kind and depending yeah. on what it is. Like Maridon might even be fine, and even um. Iron Hands might be okay. But Ooh, like it, Iron Hands Redemption. It's just yeah. the issue of, like, is it going to get, like, two swords dance, Brave Bird one-shot type thing? Is that what it's going to yeah. do? Who knows? We, it's Until you know the gimmick, you can't. You can only prep so much. At least yeah, exactly. Because it gets sword stance, it gets nasty plot and bulk up. And given what, it's, what we've seen in the past where, like, you know... Pikachu sets up Rain Dance and Surf, or Cinderace <laughs> bulk up and you know yeah. attacking move first turns. Like, yeah, no, you gotta, you know, you gotta like be able to live the first hit or whatnot, or get yourself in a good yeah. healing position before they'll get like an instant pri- like instant priority move essentially. Like yeah, on turn zero. Yeah. Oh yeah, Charizard just literally just first turn click overheat and then it resets its stats, so it's yeah. back yep. to back Brilliant. to neutral. It's like, oh god. Ah, that's so funny. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, one other update, too, on the Scarlet Violet, just general raid news. For folks who caught eggs instead of walking Waker Iron Leaves because they uh, entered the raid without updating your game, there is an update planned for late April to fix that. 
And they're going to rerun the event around that time, too. So if you miss it this weekend, for whatever reason, you'll have another chance later down the line to grab your walking wake caves. So that's mm. good. I'm curious if that's going to let everyone else catch a second copy who already caught it. I don't think it. so. I, I wouldn't think, think would. so, but it depends on how they update the code and stuff and how they do it. Yeah. Because I don't think it's done that any for any reruns now, has it? No, but the issue is that this is they didn't catch a walking wake or iron. Oh, leaves. they caught That's, an yeah. Okay, so I'm yeah. wondering how they're gonna make that work. Interesting. Yeah, and it, to be fair, this is the first time that they've had a special event like this with a five star raid. With a seven oh. star raid, it's so much easier to lock oh, you out five. of getting the second one. Yeah. So like, yeah, you couldn't have gotten, you know, you can't get two flying decidueyes for back to back weekends. But mm. is it the same type of thing that keeps you from getting walking wake or iron leaves or not? It, I mean, there might be a different code little indicator. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find, yeah, we'll find out, too. I'm just curious how they're going to do it. If, they're, if it's going to be, like, smooth or not smooth. It'd be cause... cute if they flip-flop it, too. That'd be fun. Like, I don't think they they're going to do that. That would they, be funny, though. Yeah, it would be. We'll figure out when the time, too. They probably wouldn't, though, just because it's yeah. the future paradox, past paradox. Yep. Maybe in the after DLC, they'll start flipping around the legend, the exclusives. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yep. April's a couple episodes away, so yeah. we've got some time. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Unite news, uh, right after apparently recording last week's episode, they got Lapras confirmed to be another unit. Oh, good. And they'll be following Gudra, which releases on the 16th, I believe. So that'll be coming Ooh. out soon. Uh-huh. Or Gudra's on the 16th, so that'll be. Uh, then also Data the Mines okay. found evidence of a mossy Eevee from a Hollowware name in the files. So, leaving uh, on. Uh, and just. To save a little, not gonna spoil anything, but there were some uh, other EV things and leaks, so Ooh. you'll see something probably. Yeah, that'll Exciting. be Exciting. I need to play this game more. Yeah, save life fun. It's just hard to play. Yeah, <laughs> I've, been, I've been I've been fiddling with it because I wanted to try to learn it. We need to we need to get online. I, I don't have anything going on today. I've got I've returned I'm my down. parents' animals. Hey. I can hey. probably do that. I'm down today. So yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. If y'all see us playing a whole bunch of goofy games on Saturday randomly, that's that's what it is. Yeah. We came up with it right here, right now. Oh goodness! How about Go News Shark? That's your realm. All right. Uh, well, there's still ongoing. We have the Festival of Colors event that's still going on. It'll go through Tuesday. Uh, Rallet Spotlight Hour is Tuesday. I need to get that. This week, yeah, so from 6 6 p.m. local time, you can get yourself some extra rollets. And then uh, Community Day this upcoming Saturday will be Slowpoke, with Triple Experience being the featured little bonus with all the typical stuff. But yeah, you get yourself your regular Slowpoke and your Galarian Slowpokes. So have fun with that. And also just noting that uh, Elite Raids, because that seems to be the big focal point this this season you know of heroes mm. or whatnot that this weekend is the reggie drago one and uh thank you new zealand for being our beta testers uh there were some <laughs> issues there so just if, just in case if you have your own personal issues just know it's that's just happening but yeah they apparently couldn't join the elite raids and they they fixed it they said hey we're gonna rerun it again tomorrow more like tomorrow at you know the first time they run the elite raids on sunday so at least they get a quick fix but yeah it just sucks yeah that it happens but yeah 
I kind of want to get to go. I just can't. I just can't. I don't have people to do anything with. Yeah, it's another thing I just. The big thing is just trying to go. If you, or at least if you just want the Reggie Drago, just find the place where the egg is going. Oh, Drago! I misread that as Gigas. What? Yeah, no. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, Drago and Alecki are the two. Yeah, Drago and Alecki are going to be in these raids this next three months. So I'm just I'm glad they gave us that like free research for the other three Reggies. Like a while back. Oh yeah, that was great yeah, for that was nice. a, a, ahead of Hoenn Day, so that you yeah, can guarantee nice. getting yourself the Hoenn Medal. So, yeah. all right, Shamu, fix our uh, fix our search engine optimi- optimization and let us tag this Pokemon's name. What do you got for us? Uh, Charizard, 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 Charizard. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they confirmed a Dark Terra Charizard in Japan's July set. So it'll be not our next set, but like the set after that, probably. Now, there's a... now, what is the name of this of this set in Japan? <gasps> Ruler of the Black Flame. Wow, that seems really relevant to a Dark type Charizard. Yeah, like Darkness of Blaze and the Burning huh. Shadows. And then it was there's the Flash Fire for X and Y, but we don't care about that. Is that just it's... a thing where like the th- the fourth ish set is just Charizard? <laughs> Charizard. <laughs> Because yeah, that's what the Darkness of Blaze one had. Uh, uh, Darkness of Blaze was the third. Burning Shadows was the Burning third. Burning Shadows. Something with darkness on fire is just... I'm just yeah. ready to get myself Red Ice Black Dragon. That's all I'm thinking here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope uh, it's shiny on the card. That would be so fun. That would be neat. What's really nice, though, is that we're actually getting other type Terras. Because the other... The three Terras we've had shown... One of them we'll be covering a little later, but, like, um... The... the the Gyarados, the Arcanine, and the Dedenne, they're all the same type as that Pokemon. Yeah. They weren't a different type. So it's nice that we're, like, getting a Starting different to... type Terra, because that yeah. was one thing, personally, I was excited for, was, like, a Delta Species-esque redo, you know, kind of, because yeah. that Delta Species were so cool to see, like, random types and stuff, and just... Oh, yeah. What a... I'm real curious if it'll just be, if it'll still use fire energy, That's the if thing. it'll be a hybrid. I'm, because I thought about that, too, is, like, so they either and have just... to make the, the Charizard use fire... Or, or an ability that turns the ability, the energy to a different type, Ooh. which is, which Charizard has done in the past. <gasps> what if that's the Terra ability for altered type ones, where all energy attached to this are this type? Whoa, I would, that maybe, would be cool. That might be. Cause, but, cause they would either have to do something like that, give it an ability to change the energy type, yeah. or they would have to make the Charmeleon and the Charmander essentially yeah. typeless energy requirement, which they could oh, yeah, do. They could just make it colorless, it colorless, double colorless, you know, because it has to evolve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless they do a weird thing. There's so many things they could do with this, but I don't know. They kind of because... they kind of did that with the uh, um, Samurott, Duat, and um, Oshawott yes. line in, in those games. They made them, not in those games, in the last set with the Hisuian. Yep, the Astral uh, Radiance. Yeah. Yeah, they made the Duat and Oshawott have colors, colorless attacks, and the Samurott had dark, so that was kind of cute. Mm, that might be yeah, what they, they do definitely too. could do that. That might be yeah. what they do default, but we'll it's we'll see they, for sure. It'd be fun. Yeah. And so they had yeah. definitely had a Charizard and stuff in the past where it changed the energy type, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So it's just like, it could be a thing. Either that um, or then, it's still fire energy on a dark Pokemon. Yeah. That'd be cool. And then also in, um... June, they're also getting the 151 Classic special set, which is going to have, like, the Kadabra. Ugh. It's going to have Charizard in it, too. That's so... It's gonna... I, oh, I want that so badly. You're thinking of something... It's... I think you're thinking of... Um, oh, am I? Yeah, oh, no, I'm this, is, of thing. this is... The, yeah. yeah, this is the 151 set. This is an actual, like, oh, set. You're okay. thinking of the special, like, battle thing that they merged yeah. stuff with, which is... Yeah, that they mm-hmm. showed during the Direct, that we both want those damage markers. 
Oh, oh that'd yeah. be so cool. I've seen some people already have 3D print a few of their own. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool, it's a really cool thing. My thought would be something yeah. to look into doing, making a little cone things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to find some STL files. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have some Googling to do after this. <laughs> That's what I can do to calibrate my 3D printer, print a bunch of those things. Oh, also, I think, um, I don't know if it was mentioned last time, too, but the, uh, the second wave of illustrator codes got sent out for Ooh. the contest for to get the promo code to get the promos oh okay so you i don't know if the third wave is gonna send out i don't think it i don't see anything saying of any more waves or anything like that but a second wave did get put out and okay. i don't know how rare or how common they are at the moment i got mine so i really haven't been paying much attention other than that nice it's like but yeah though there are i guess they might still be distributed you can look into that yeah mm-hmm. we'll figure it out but that's pretty much it for the news. It's kind of a slower week, but we had such a big week last week, it makes sense. So we'll end oh, yeah. it with a Puckles Poke prediction question. Will the Gen 5 monkeys be in another mainline game before a Unova remake or a Legends alteration? What do y'all think? I personally don't think so, but that's because I am an optimist and hate seeing them, so I don't want to see them. What, <laughs> you what know do y'all what think? I I, you know what I want? I want a Hisuian version of them, or like an, like an ancient version of them. Make them make better types. Uh-huh. Make a different type core. Give us like dark fairy fighting or something, monkeys. That'd be actual funny. starters for the his- the ancient yeah. New York yeah. Hisui region. Yeah, just like just we'll give them a different typing or have them evolve into, into dual types, and maybe they'll be better. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because they've got like decent stat lines from what I remember. It's just that their typings are just typings and abilities are just not good, and they're yeah, kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. It- I'm going to be an optimist the other direction and the say other. they're going to be in the DLC 2. They're okay, going to be in okay. a jungle. Well, actually, I'll be DLC 1, actually. In a, just one okay. of the in a jungle environment, you will see them. Oh, yeah. That's the first one, isn't it? I mean, the no, first one, wait, you're kind of born like dead. a bamboo forest. You've got, I mean, you've got, uh, yeah. what's it, Monkey Dory. Maybe that's their boss, you know? Maybe they're their Ooh. boss. <laughs> Oh my god. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I'm gonna say, yeah, they're gonna drop them in a DLC. We only have yeah. like, you know, you gotta you gotta please, you know, all the Pokemon fans, even the ones and tens <laughs> of them that like the monkeys. <laughs> we have to make it more people's favorite. Can we get Doduo? I want Doduo in the DLC. Oh yeah, yeah Doduo needs to be back in the mainline game. Give me my Glyscore back. I think you're you're getting it, actually. I think that was a I hope so. I hope so, well, that because I just want all my poison heal buddies back. We've only got one. <laughs> I just want I just want to do it so we can actually have like current like Baldex completions for Gen One. <laughs> I think like the one that's yeah. missing is Doduo oh, yeah. at this point. That's right. That's, that's what that's I want. Project, <laughs> have one Gen done, one Gen yeah. gone and done, and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. All right. So that was the news, and next we are gonna go ahead and kick it on over to Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their insane, possibly innate Pokemon knowledge. We'll be right back. Oh, hi. And welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, 
they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. Let's jump right into it. So, you guys ready? Yep. No, but okay. No. <laughs> and I'm, I I said this off air, but I'm going to say it on air too. I'm so sorry, guys. Some of these are some of these are wild. But thanks, guys. Jumping right into it. Let's let's start off easy. Let's start off, you know, just a little easier. So this question is from Sleeve. What is the tallest ice type Pokemon? Tallest ice type. <sighs> bonus points so, if you know how tall it is. Oh, <laughs> not I, I really can, bonus points. Uh, I don't have that kind of control. I've got but. Mamoswine is like 8 to 10 feet, somewhere in that range. I'm just wondering if they count, if it's like the like oh, it's the Rayquaza thing where length is like height. Yeah. Or whatever. It, it can. Uh, I'm going, Kali Ice could be taller. Kali Ice could be, because like, yeah, that thing is actually big. Yeah, I think it I feels bigger I'm than Mamoswine. Because I'm... Yeah, Mamoswine seems really big and honestly probably the tall one, but, like, I'm just thinking of, like, Chian Pao! Oh, because it's actually long, that counts as its height when it stands on its hind legs, <sighs> that type of stuff. Yeah. It's like, Chian Pao is a long boy. Yeah. Uh, let's think other ice types that I was exist. so surprised when that thing followed me for the first time. Like, what's yeah. up? What are the ice types? It's not those, not those. What ice types are good? The answer may surprise you. The answer... <laughs> <laughs> Usually smaller, faster boys like Weavile and Iron Bundle. Iron Bundle's the tallest now. <laughs> when it <laughs> head extends, it could go up this side. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Alolan Executor. <laughs> but Robot. I think... I can't even think of ice types right now. Because <laughs> what? You like, got... so Titan's big, but I don't think it's like... I think Mammoth's technically I feel bigger. like Mammoth's te- bigger than Satitan. And I feel like Cali Ice slash Galastrier are taller. That's, I really think it's going to be that because I can't. I it's not. I don't think I, it's Reggie I'm, Ice. I'm okay yet. with. I don't. No, Reggie Ice is not. I'm it literally not just going to go off of that. I don't think Chien Pao's that even. I don't think it's that long or tall. No, probably. I feel not. like it's not. I don't know. I'm just like I'm. I'm okay with Ice Rider. Yeah, let's go Cali Ice know, Rider. Honestly, that's the only thing that's really come. And I've I've scoured my head of every Ice type I can think of. I can't, except I can't except even for think Ice, ice Terra Steelix, but that's 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 that that doesn't count <laughs> or something like okay. that. Okay, okay. So I'm if I'm Calyrex hearing ice y'all rider. correctly, if I'm hearing y'all correctly, Calyrex Ice Rider. Lock yes. in. Yep. That answer is incorrect. I apologize. That's fine. The answer may surprise you. Click to find it. No, it's the answer is in fact Satitan. Oh, what's Satitan? Really? Oh, yeah. How tall do y'all think Mamoswine is? I, f- uh, I think it's like 8 to 10. Larger, that's probably... 8 foot 2. How tall do y'all think Satitan is? Is it like 11 foot like 7? Keep going. Oh, is it like 14 2? 14 9. 14 foot 9 inches. This um, thing is a behemoth. I knew it was big. I didn't think it was that Dang. big. Yeah. It's giant. Oh, Ice Rider oh, is oh, seven man, foot ten, so nope. <laughs> and yeah, not That's bad. Half like, the you size were close, of the Titan. You're in the range. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so Titan was half bigger than I thought. Dang Satitan. it. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. I want to. I want to see Chien Pao real quick. Where's Chien yeah. Pao The second Pao? place is Qrem White at. Oh, Qrem. Oh, I, um, I, I just skipped I Gen Five about... in my train. I was like, Gen Five doesn't have ice types. Literally skipped into my. Oh, Chien Pao's six foot three. 
I think yeah. it would be a little Six bit, but it, yeah, it's the length. Uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't think it stood yeah. tall. Yeah. Um, uh, Kiram White is three point six meters, which converts to eleven foot eight inches. So mm. there's some big icy boys. Okay. Yep. All right. Moving on to question number two. Let's see which one I like better. That's right. It was going to be this one. So this one is from Tiny Mo in the Diamond and Pearl manga. You're welcome. When Lucian is reading through Team Galactic's research notes, he says they are all legendary Pokemon. However, one of the Pokemon he lists is neither legendary nor mythical. What Pokemon is this? A Pokemon that Lucian mentions in reading some notes they considered... I'm going to go with Rotom. Rotom's the only thing that makes sense. What would be a legendary mythical Pokemon that actually isn't? In Diamond Pearl. Well, it's also Team Galactic's notes, so I'm trying to think, like, what would they be talking about? Well, Rotom does seem likely because of Charon. Yeah, because you have that, and you have Platinum lore, where literally you can change the forms in a team in the Team Galactic star uh, base in Eterna City. You know what? I'm okay with Rotom. Honestly, it makes sense with Team Galactic and Charon. Yeah, watch it be like Buneary. But we'll, we'll say Rotom. Rotom makes sense because it would be makes like with Charon researching it too and stuff like that, and that being a thing that just fits the most. I mean, you could I could argue Lucario, but like, eh, I'm I'm just good with I'm just yeah. good with Rotom. I have watch, watch it be the legendary Pokemon Arcanine. <laughs> no, but I think locking in Rotom is probably the most realistic answer. All right, I heard the words lock in and Rotom in the same sentence. That is correct. Rotom yeah. is the Pokemon that he was looking hey. at. So. Very good, very good. All right, so that's one point for one for two. Not bad. I forget how the point conversion works. We'll figure it out later. So uh, we get it right or wrong at the point, so it's two for yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. question number three is the Pokedex question. So entry number one is from Once and Future Gamer. It's Pokemon X entry reads: It attaches itself to a tree branch using the top of its head. Strong winds can sometimes make it fall. Who's that Pokemon? Pineco? I don't know. It sounds like Pineco, but I don't know if Pineco's even in having an entry in X and Y. Uh, I... Is it in a... Uh, uh, or Burmy, or like... Oh, Bur- uh, I know Burmy. Uh, I know Burmy should, because that one you can get Burmy, early. Like, I just don't remember what Pokemon are, like, the X and Y decks. I'm just thinking of, like, those things that come to head are, like, attaches itself to a tree with its head. Well... Pineco hangs by the little thing on its head. Burmy does. Wormadam technically does. Yeah. I'm kind of good with Burmy, just because I know for a fact it's sure. er, er, it's early, early route XY. I'm... Is it then? Okay, then. I'm, I'm okay with Burmy, then. Yeah, that makes... If it's, it's early route, too, and stuff like that, and an actually... Yeah, you could get it as soon as, y, like, is... literally getting out of yeah. the forest. Cool. It's, I, I would say Burmy, then. Yep. Locking, Locking that in. in Burmy, slash Burmy line. All right, Burmy is incorrect, unfortunately. Here is entry number two from its Pokemon Emerald entry. It reads, it hangs off branches and absorbs nutrients. When it finishes eating, its body becomes so heavy that it drops to the ground with a thump. Yeah, that sounds more like Pineco and Fortress now. Is it Pineco? Is it Pineco? Lock-in. Is that your lock-in answer? Yeah. It is... Not Pineco. Is it, is it C dot? It is C dot. You got oh, it there. Darn. In, in attempt number two. It is C dot. <laughs> yep. That was a, I, when he said Emerald, I thought about C dot for a second, but I'm just uh-huh. like, 
I want to go That's with why I emphasize the word co. emerald. Ah, yeah. Oof. All right. So one for three so far. Not bad. Not bad. These are hard, too. So I don't blame you all a bit. So we're on to question four, our multi-choice question. This one is from Rapture. I liked this one because it's real interesting. What 11 moves can change a Pokemon's type during battle, not including things that change your form like transform? That cho- change a that change type. a Pokemon's type during battle is the exact so, wording. So soak, trick or treat, forests, curse are three. That's the water uh, ghost or grass. I can't remember which one. Yeah, which. Uh, but those are three. There is reflect type, which changes yours. Camouflage does that, I believe. Oh, which one of the conversions does? Uh, both conversions do actually. Do they? I thought one of them increased the attack. No, uh, Trigger conversion conversion changes to the type of your first move, and conversion two changes you to a type that resists your opponent's last move. I believe. Oh, I'm thinking of sharpen. That's what the word. Yeah. Um, but so we said soak, forests, curse, trick or treat, conversion, conversion two, reflect type. And camouflage. You, uh, let's lock in those seven. Those seven, correct? I've got soak, trick or treat, reflect type, forest curse, conversion, conversion two. What was the camouflage? Last one you mentioned? Forgive me. Camouflage. Camouflage. All of those are correct. Uh, let's go with magic powder. Yeah, that turns you to psychic. That turns yeah. you into a psychic. That is uh, Hatterene's signature. Yep. Yep. That That's is correct eight. as well. Uh, so other moves that change your type, but not. Form. Let me think if there's anything else that we can get. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, y'all do have access to the hint. Yeah, I'm trying to see if we can get. By my count, you have three left. Yeah. Um, trying to see if we can get them all. Because even though it's like I'm pretty sure we be- got the three points, but let's see if we can get one more. And it's moves, right? It's not. It's just it's specific. They are moves. moves. Yes. Okay. The three are moves. Change. I was thinking normalize. That's why I was like, no, it's not. Um, right. Yeah. Change your type. Um, Ooh, I have a caveat, but I'll, I'll save that in case. All three of these have the same kind of effect on yourself. This one's a free hint that you don't have to cast. Oh, okay. In. I, I, so uh, I think I know what then two of them. What's the third well, one? Well, tell me the two and I might be able to fill in the third. Burn up, burn up, double shot. Oh, oh, uh-huh. shoot. Where's it? You because they it. get rid of, Those they change your right. type. What's the yep, third one? They, they all have the same mechanic of removing a type. That yeah. is because I thought about them. I just uh, so it says burn up double shock. What's the third one that's similar to that that changes your that, like removes your type? And I can't think of what it is. Uh, the other part of that hint is that the only similarity they share move wise is that they have an effect of potential type removal. Because uh, let's think. Because uh, those change your weakness. It can't be. I don't think it's roost. Uh, what other one is like? Because you have. Wait, no, it removes your flying type. It's Roost. Is it actually removing? Boom, locked in. You got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it is Roost. Roost. It <laughs> your flying type. Before you think too hard, you got there it. There we go. Yeah. It, 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 it's not that it removes your weakness, it removes your flying type when you yep. re- Roost. Nice. Okay. Yeah, but- you're thinking something like Mega Ray and Delta Stream. That's what just has you has flying type, but removes the weaknesses it has. Uh, Roost itself removes your flying type, which means that if Tornadus would use it, it becomes typeless. So there we go. We got all 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good job there. That's great. I, I would have the burn up points. double shock earlier just because I just didn't know that that would have counted. Yeah. Four yeah. for four. Hey, yeah. We're coming back. Woo! 
And you technically haven't cashed in the hint yet. I gave it to you for free. I own this show. Thatch isn't here. <laughs> Sue me. We have the reins. <laughs> <laughs> no one can All right. We us. are on to the final one, which, as always, is the base stat question. So our theme this month is the TCG competitive. So I figure we'll go ahead and go with this question from Liger. Which metal type card has the highest HP? <laughs> <laughs> I got no I am zero help here. Uh I've done a default to Steelix, but I'm gonna probably have to cash in a hint. <laughs> uh I do want to cash in a hint, I think. I'm trying I think Mega Steelix from Steam Siege, but I don't know if that's the highest. Okay. Okay. I know that's dual type and it's got I can't think of any steel types recently that have a high, high eight Diog Melmetal V Max. Ooh. Melmetal V Max is let me, uh, no, we... yeah, okay, we've got it all linked, linked there. Is so, that even a um, card? <laughs> I think it is, is that a card? That <laughs> uh, should be a card. I, feel like I think it was... it's still legal. I know it is a card. <laughs> yeah, I know it, I think it is a card. Um, uh, uh, your hint is that's not correct, and, uh, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't burn your question. The hint that I'll give you is this Pokemon is a bipedal regional gimmick that's a weird way to phrase that and it is an evolution card Mm -hmm. but not a stage one okay the number that you're looking for is 340 oh for hp oh for hp okay it's a v max of some kind steel type bipedal wait i am spacing hold on so hard i have a guess let me just make sure i bipedal using only two legs um what Galarian? Galarian? It was quadrupedal before it went through this regional gimmick, and then it became bipedal. It's not. I don't. Are you fans of excavators? I don't know. I can't think. Um, four to two. Uh, the other option. <laughs> well, no, that's because it's not Metagross, Mega, or whatever. Other steel regional. It hurts me because I just can't think of any. I can't think. It would have been like, I'm like, to buy. Um, is it dual? Is it, it's a dual type, right? Like in normal games? No. It is a no. pure. In normal games, it is a pure steel type. And the metal with which it's associated is brown that turns to green when it oxidizes. Oh, oh my gosh, I got, wait. Fact? It's Arja. Copper Raja. Yeah, 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 we got there it. There we go. We got it, we got it, it's Copper Raja. <laughs> Copper Raja. I was like, wait, it's Copper Raja. VMAX with 348 I am so upset that it took that long. <laughs> That's okay. Honestly, it's a card that you don't really think about that much. No, so, no, it's not. It's rotating out, it's gone. Exactly. No one played it but for a little bit, and... Yeah, that was a hard one. So Ooh, that was a good question, though. That's uh, the kind of question that should be on this. So episode. Mel Metal V Max. I'm surprised that wasn't it, but eh, it makes sense. Yeah, just off by one. Yeah, off by off by one. So that is it. I'm gonna count that as correct because you got it with hints. So yeah, <laughs> that might have had to have been five a for five. Hints, but you know what? Who cares? I'm in charge. Five <laughs> for five. It might have been fine. fed from an IV, but it's fine. We're, we're it's good. okay. It's <laughs> okay. The atomic number of... I was starting to get into that stuff. I had the Wikipedia page for copper pulled up, and I was going to start... This metal is between nickel and zinc on the periodic table. (laughs) What metal is that? (laughs) It has a melting point of... uh. (laughs) Anyway, so that is trivia, and 
With the finishing there, we are going to kick it on over to the main topic. We will be right back. We have another review this week from iTunes from Boy Jeff. Amazing. Five stars. I just started listening this year, but I've loved it ever since. Well, thank you for that. And if you would like to review us wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. It would help us out. On top of that, you might be able to be right on the show. Well, until then, we're going to kick it on over, guys, to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today, as I mentioned in the intro, is the once a month competitive episode with this month featuring the trading card game and the update on the trading card game as it stands from a competitive point. And what's really exciting about this one is this is our last analytical TCG episode before number one, Scarlet and Violet comes out. And number two, we finally get our rotation. So. A couple of things we wanted to go over was the Scarlet and Violet. What is rotation? Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the reasons that we have Shark on today is because he can give us that kind of approximate knowledge of TCG. So if Shamu and I go completely haywire and start talking much more in depth than than we need to, he can kind of be like, wait a minute, what does that mean? So thank you, Shark, for your role in this, keeping Shamu and I in check. So... That is one thing. What is rotation? What kind of cards are coming from the Scarlet and Violet set? And maybe even a couple of things coming further down the line from sets that we know about so far. So what is rotation? That is, and, you know, feel free to jump in at any point, you guys, if you have a question or if you have an additional thought. So that is typically something that happens every year after the World's Championship. It didn't happen this last year for whatever reason. So we've been playing with the same pool of potentially legal cards for the standard format since, oh gosh, um, 2021 was the last time there was a rotation? The last seven decades? No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like that, my gosh. Because, yeah, the rotation happened in, like, September of 2021. That's what finally moved us to Sword and Shield on only. Mm-hmm. And we were quote unquote supposed to get one in September. That didn't happen. And now it is March. So yeah, the last rotation we had was 2021. So yeah, that is yep. wild. Um, and what happens in rotation is a block or so of cards becomes no longer legal for standard play. So one of the examples that we have, most decks nowadays run a couple copies of Quickball, which is really easy way to search out a basic Pokemon from your deck. That came out in the Sword and Shield base set, I believe. So when this rotation happens and Sword and Shield base set is no longer legal, you will not be able to play any of the cards from it, like Quickball, like Ordinary Rod, like a couple other things, unless those cards have gotten another printing, not reprint art-wise, Uh, And you can tell that now by the legality stamp on the bottom. They all have numbers nowadays. Or not numbers, letters. If you look at the bottom left, you'll see the the little letter of D block, E block, and F block. Yep. And about to be G block with the first printing of Scarlet and Violet. That will be the G block. So you look at those and yeah, now with this rotation, anything with a D on there is no longer legal. Yep. Only E, F, and G. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, every three years, it looks like, will be the rotation-ish. Well, no, it's typically every year, but they typically get rid of, um, you know, nowadays they'll get rid of one block at a time. Yeah, because that's what, that's what it was supposed to be. Like, you essentially, what happens is you, whatever rotation happens, the first four, four-ish sets in that, like, that were legal, like the earliest four sets. In this case, it's mm-hmm. five. It's Sword and Shield Base, Vivid Voltage, uh, 
Blazing or Darkness of Blaze and uh or uh, the one with the toxicity, I can't remember that name. Rebel Rebel Clash. Rebel Clash. And yep. then also Shining Faith. Those are the for earliest five sets that are all in D block that we are currently mm-hmm. that are currently legal. And then once rotation hits, those five will no longer be legal in standard. Yeah. And usually that's what happens. Every like rotation, it's like the earliest four to five sets get rotated out. Yep. So we we lose a lot of they made it easier to determine with that marker of, like, D-E-F-G. Yeah, I love that. Because before it was just, like, you just have to look at the symbol and just hope you know what the symbol means. Now and it's, like, yeah, it, it has a D on it. You can't play that right now. Yep, unless it's been reprinted later down the line. Like, for example, Boss's Orders yeah. is going to stick with us for a long time because that has been reprinted with a new legality letter on it. It has an E and F, and it will have a G, because that'll be uh, mm-hmm. reprinted in a future set. We already have confirmation on that. That looks like it'll be here with us to stay, so that's really good. Uh, but we lose a couple of noteworthy things, some that I just want to really quickly go through from a list that I found just with a quick Google search. I mentioned Quick Ball already, so it'll be a little bit harder to find some basic Pokemon. Um, Marnie is one that we lose, so Hand Disruption is going to go down. You have to run Judge to have Hand Disruption now. Yeah. And we do have a reprint of that coming up. It'll be talked about a little bit later, too. But Yeah. Some other things that are really popular nowadays, one big one is Scoop Up Net is finally rotating, so that's good. For the better. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It was getting to be a little bit too much. Um, Lugia is taking a couple big hits because it loses several things. Things like powerful colorless energy. A lot of the special energies that we have now are going to be rotating. I think there's only a couple that stick. We keep, like, the single strike and the rapid strike and, like, fusion strike, but we lose all of the special energy that were tied to a specific type. So Speed Electric goes, we lose the Hiding Darkness, the Blazing Fire, the three that it mainly ran. You lose, like, the Wash Energy, too, for water decks. Um, You lose... Aurora. Aurora, too. We have a reprint of a rainbow, but that's, again, later and not, not the same. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a couple... There's a couple big ones that are losing... Leaving. Um, The... Shady Dealings and Teleon Engine from Base Sword and Shield are also leaving, so... You don't have people wasting 20 minutes searching for two cards. You won't have 10-minute turns now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Search, draw, search, draw, search, draw. Yeah. But a whole bunch of things. Crobat V for consistency is leaving. Bird Keeper. Big Parasol, which is a big, big old thing. That's, yeah, that's big mainly for... Well, it won't be as bad because the Ivalta won't be super crazy now that we're losing special energy. Yeah. Yeah, but... It does hurt. You lose the um, protection from effects of attacks. Mm-hmm. Like Sableye. You don't have protection from Sableye at that point. Yeah, the Giratina um, Star Requiem attack is now a risk. Um, I would say you are risk. You're um, more prone to being Amazing Rare Eveltald that just has the effect that it just knocks you out. But that rotates too, so ha 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 ha. That's Shining Faith, right? All the Amazing Rare things do. Yeah, all the Amazing are gone. That's actually kind of unfortunate. Yeah. It's good, it's good, but bad. Lots of things. Lots of things. One of the Duraludons, the metal type one that takes less damage, rotates. Yes, that was Shining Faith, one of the member, right? Training Court, Evolution Incense, Hyper Potion, yeah. Ordinary Rod, Orangaroo that lets you uh, Primate Wisdom and switch the top cards of your deck. There are a lot of big, really popular key engine pieces leaving with this rotation, but they're kind of being replaced by either alternate engines or different-ish enough versions of the same cards. <laughs> we lose Zigzagoon? We lose Zigzagoon, yeah, and that's just being replaced by a Halucha, much to my chagrin. Yeah, <laughs> better slash worse, better slash worse replacement. Uh huh. And and like Quick Ball is being replaced in a sense by Nest Ball, which is coming back. If you have yep. old copies of Nest Ball, you can use them. The good old uh, Sun and Moon Nest Ball. 
the good old yeah the good card so we've talked a little bit about what is leaving any uh additional thoughts or things that i missed shamu or shark we think going which is good and bad for me specifically <laughs> yep he was glaring weezing which is some people will love it some people will hate it and just eternatus in general so yeah Etern- yeah dark dark kind of gets uh shafted a bit mm-hmm we've got good stuff for it but and i guess i'll say not to mention rotation but to mention like the upcoming stuff i talked to those people off off uh recording and stuff a lot of the types right now or i guess in the in the few, a little bit in the future, are almost set up. Yeah. They are going to be missing one core component because with even, um, one thing where we lose now too is Frostmoth. If we had Frostmoth, yep. water would be pretty good with some things coming out. Yeah. But like every type is almost there or might even be there, you know, like electric is going to be good too. And it's like, like going to have Gardevoir. Yeah. But like they're missing like one key component for that type to just go off. Like water is going to be missing some that water acceleration. You have like, you have technically Palkia still, which could do the three once per game, but that's also once per game, and that's not super consistent. We lose Capacious Bucket, so you can't search through your deck for the water energy. Mm-hmm. And Melanie doesn't work on EXs, because it's a V Pokemon specifically. So it works for older stuff, but not newer stuff. But every type will be, like, one or two cards off from just going, and it's just, at this point, like, well, we've known stuff from Scarlet and Violet, and that's not 100% of what we need, but, like, literally coming in the next coming few sets, it's going to be to thing... What type get that last component to make them rocket off if we get that? They might not even do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll all have our eyes on what these new cards coming out with each set are, especially because yes. <clears throat> we don't know when when or if rotation is going to happen back on its normal schedule this year. Mm-hmm. Like back after after Worlds and around September, we might get another rotation that drops the E-block, but or they may delay it again. We'll, that has yet to be seen. We can only talk about what we know right now, but who knows? That might be real interesting. Yeah. Something to watch for sure. Yeah. But yeah. So that is the rotation portion and just kind of a quick recap of what it is. That will be happening at the, when, when Scarlet and Violet becomes legal, um, for tournament play. It'll be legal the first, I think, or is it the 31st of March? The set comes out March 31st. Yes. And then it is legal for tournament play two weeks after that. The first legality point will be April 14th. From that point forward, it will be Scarlet Violet is legal for tournament play and rotation takes effect. So Fort Wayne is still going to be normal. No change there, but because that one is um, March 31st through April 2nd. Yeah, that first week and it'll be you'll see a lot of product open that day. But yeah, no regional. It looks like, yeah, the first re like the first U.S. set that would or tournament would be or uh, Portland, Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Yep. That one's at the beginning of May. So that'll be the first U.S. one, like like Shark said. So yeah, that's uh, that's rotation in a nutshell. So what we're going to do now, I've been really hyped for this. Scarlet and Violet looks like a lot of fun, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. So we're going to do a little bit of a miniature set review of things coming up uh, for Scarlet and Violet. But before that, I want to just go ahead and I know the focus is um, TCG. I'll do a quick recap in here of just minor tiering action on the VG side that has happened. There is, and I'll just really quickly rock it through this, just so we have a little snippet of VG, because there's been some big things going on. First of all, um, since last episode of the competitive side, Iron Hands was banned from UU following UU's first suspect test. So that was the results of those. And 
the PU group has started really testing some things there now that they're at that point in the in the uh, tiering process. And Oracorio has been banned from Scarlet Violet PU by a unanimous cult, uh, council vote. Honestly, it's deserved yeah. because the thing has a better Terror Blast. Yeah. And Quiver Dance is really Quiver Dance on it is good. And I know I believe Villon is a pretty popular Pokemon in that group. And it I've seen a very funny interaction where it wakes up, like it switches in, Oriko switches in on sleep powder, uh Vivillon clicks uh quiver dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viv- uh and because of how sleep turns tend to work, the and dancer works, it wakes up right away. Most mm. of the time, if not a hundred percent of the time, and gets its own quiver dance up, and then just gets to KO. Oh, because the dancer counts as a move being used with a sleep turn. Is that what happened? I believe so. Or dancer oh. just makes it because it uses a move. It wakes up. That's insane. I love. Wow. That. Holy hell! It's one of the two. I don't. I have to look into it further. But yeah, no, I legit saw that. Yeah, literally, Oricorio faster has a sleep. Vivillon quiver dance then. Uh, dancer quiver dance wakes it up. <laughs> I'm wow. not sure which of the two it is, but either way, how it's, that's odd! Really good. <laughs> it is a hard counter to the villain. Huh. I love that. I love that. Or that somehow that works. That's great. And then it can just become whatever Terra it wants to, and just spam Revelation Dance forever. Yeah, yep. that's crazy. Well. Anyway, on the other tiering action, those are the actual things that have finalized. And as of recording, there are two other big, big level suspect tests going on. There's one in OU happening right now where they're testing Walking Wake to see if that is too much for the tier and needs to be banned. It was kind of crazy how immediately it warped the metagame around itself upon dropping. It made it so everything was sun or counter sun. So it was wild. If you want to get in on that, you have until March 17th to get your points, and then the voting will go up. So that is the schedule for that one. And finally, there is actually an Uber's suspect test going on, which is wild to me. They are looking to ban the ability Moody. So get in on that as well. Because of one specific Pokemon being Scovillain. Yeah, Scovillain is wild. <laughs> it just goes crazy. It's the sub-seed set, plus it actually has good offensive stats and speed mm-hmm. and just grass-fire coverage. Like, it actually does quite a bit. Like, it could kind of play around depending on what you want to do. We can't do, like, sub-disable or protect-disable like Glalie does, but getting the Leech Seed off is good to kind of counteract some of the HP loss you get from, like, Toxic or something, and then... yeah. Uh, yeah, just good coverage, like, oh, oh, I'm just gonna be offensive and just kill the thing and then get a boost. Yeah, it's wild. That's so cool that it, it there's Scovillain tearing up the Ubers tier. I just that love funny. Yeah. Just ban Scovillain from Ubers! No. Yeah, ban Scovillain! Ah. Uh, that, that suspect test is also going until Friday, March 17th, so if you want to get in on that, you have to get your points by then. So those are the VG actions, just as a real quick insert before we go into the set review, because this is the competitive focus. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the other element, even just in passing. So, that is that. We'll move on to the set review, though, so we can, I guess... We've collected a few of the relevant cards. Go ahead, Shamu. Because we have a little bit more info on the actual set build, the or how the packs are built now, because I don't know if that was yeah. talked about before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it might have yeah. been. People might know that there's three hollows per pack, and that's 
Okay. We knew that. Another reverse foil. So the, the gun making sure I have this rack. Yeah. Cause I know there's, even if you don't play, I know, uh, several people who watch, listen to the show will just are, co- are more on the collecting side of things. And yeah. there's definitely a lot of pretty cards in the set. And this, I mean, this new set increases the price. And now here's how it's going to make the yep, price so, worth it. So the packs, this is the composition. Four common, three uncommon, two reverse hollows, and one hollow. And then you'll have a basic and a code. And they will be in order of that from front to back. So Very the cool. last yep. card will be the code, then the energy, and then you'll have your foil. So you don't have to do a pack trick anymore. Oh, oh nice. Okay. You could do a, you can still kind of do it, but it's not like the whole one, two, three, slide to the front thing nice. where you had to do it. And there really, no, because you just, it's literally the last car, two cards just are the code, code energy. and the energy. Yeah, you just take those two out and then you're set. That's cool. You, you can if you want to, but you don't need to because you would, you just go back and then once you get to the energy, you're, you're the, the foil, you're done. Yeah. You don't care about the energy. That's cool. I like that. That's more dramatic. <laughs> I personally cared about because I was worried how they're going to do the art rares. So uh-huh. what they have done is the art rare will take the spot of the second reverse foil. Oh. So it will still not, it won't be a, because they weren't really saying how the arts were going to work. Because in Japan, they don't, from what I remember, they are actually like the foil pole. They are essentially just a secret rare. Uh-huh. So they're going to work how mm-hmm. they worked for us before. So the reverse, so you can technically get two pulls in a pack. Nice. Okay, that's cool. You can get an art rare in an EX. Because that was the one thing, because that, that makes the pack opening much better because you're getting more pulls technically. Yeah. The rays might be decreased. I don't know for sure. But I think there's enough art rares where they can do it kind of at the same rate they did other sets for. Yeah, I mean, there's there's four let's see 12 18 24 uh, 30 uh, there's at least 30 just straight up art rares and that's the same what we've had for trainer gallery and that's not even considering full arts and full arts don't count for trainer gallery generally nice so it'll be it, so we're still essentially it's going to be the same thing but with more you're going to get a foil per pack still i may actually buy a box of this again I may actually get back into that because I've seen yeah. between that knowledge and I've seen a couple things on Twitter of people getting a box and being able to open it like early or something. Mm-hmm. And it looks wild what some of the pull rates can be. I've honestly since since like um brilliance like the art rares have like the trainer galleries I've enjoyed opening Pokemon cards yeah. because even if I'm not getting something super good I'm getting something. You're yeah. more likely to get yeah. a card than nothing, you know, like something yeah. cool at least. Oh, I got an art rare. Cool. You got something, you know, it's not like. Yeah, exactly. I, you opened like t- 10 packs and all you got was a Pikachu V that's like bent for right? some reason, you know, or like. I remember opening a bunch of packs at Christmas. And I was pretty happy just pulling things like even if it was just like the Pissimian, uh Trainer Gallery or the yeah. or the. Uh, the Jinx or, you know, a couple yeah. of ones that are, yeah, they yeah. may be more common, but it's like, it's still cool. I still enjoy though. They're pretty art. And something on the art rare aspect, we've had full art trainers be in the gallery. Now there are full art special trainers. You might have seen some of them. Like there's a Penny, yeah. there's a Arvin. Alt special art. Oh yeah, I even forgot about those guys. Yes. Oh, there's even more art rares. I forgot about those, those special ones. Yeah, they're, they're the special illustration, hollow, whatever, but there, there are like, there's full art, and then there's special full art. That replaces the stupid rainbows. Yes, we don't have rainbows anymore. Rainbows are gone. Thank Arceus. Yeah, they do have some full art cards that are that evoke the rainbow feel, but it's not right. not at all. Yeah. Uh, the terrestrial, oh yeah, we'll talk about that. The, they have the terrestrial ways is pretty close to it, It's re- but it's still cool. It's got like a white background. Yeah, all the terrestrials I'm so have excited. Stuff. Yeah. Ugh. 
with the focal point being the Terra of the <laughs> specific Pokemon. So this is such an exciting set. This is like adult Pokemon cards. Yeah. But uh, so let's dive into some of these cards reviews. So Shamu, you've what is good competitively, and then I'll tell you if it's also good in the arts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. We have our rules. Well, this first one does have an art rare. This one doesn't have an art rare. Armor Rouge, stage one, one thirty. We the one thing you care about the Armor Rouge is the ability. Yep. Uh, as often as you like during your turn, you may move a Fire Energy attached to one of your bench Pokemon to your active. That's cool. It's nice. So it's like it's. The one thing that, um... That's the Quagsire, right? Isn't that the Quagsire that did that before? Uh, the Quagsire, I think it did something like that. The biggest issue is I don't know if it was a move around everywhere or if it was only to the active, but that's what this one is. So this only moves to your active, it does not move it back to the benched. Oh, yeah. But there are decks that are using this. I think I saw, um... We're not talking about the Pokemon on this one, but the, uh... The... I can't remember his name. Skeleturge. Skeleturge, yeah. The one that's coming out later. Yeah. They were playing that with, like, this and then, like, the Rapidash from Silver Tempest. And so you, because the Skeletor does, like, a two-energy attack, so you just kind of do this, like, loop of, like, putting energy onto it, retreat, and then you can, like, share yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. You can do some weird, like, loop with it. Yeah, we'll talk about the Skeletor probably next episode, because it's not coming out in Scarlet Violet, it's coming out in whatever comes after. It's, yeah, don't know exactly what it is, because it's a weird, like, half set for, like, Japan that it comes out in. Yeah. Yeah, the triple threat is the main, I guess the skeleton, you're talking about Skeledurge EX, not yeah. just Skeledurge proper. Yeah. Cause there's, cause there's technically, there is the starters. Yeah. I think either in this set or like, you know, part of the, but they're garbage. The starter decks for the set, but they're not the EX ones, which have yeah. the, yes, which those, yeah, well, those, that'll be a different time probably getting into those guys, but they look cool. But again, kind of as going earlier too, like every type is like one piece away. It's kind of what this uh-huh. is. It's like a piece that gets you somewhere, but you need one more thing to complete the machine or like one more cog to the machine to make it work. And Big flow. almost there energy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's Armourish does look like it could go with this other card that I see, uh, this Arcanine ter- or Terrastal Arcanine EX type. Yeah. Uh, it could. It definitely could. You could definitely make it work with it. Because that looks like building a big fire deck out of that. Well, I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and jump to that one. Where is that one on our sheet? It's not on the sheet. (laughs) It's not on the sheet. Uh, Okay, cool. I want to mention at least one terrestrialization at some point. So let's hit the other one real fast. We might mention Arcanine here in a minute. But we've got, I think, three terrestrialized Pokemon. One of them is almost good. One of them's in Triple Beat. Yeah. The Arcanine's like almost there but this is a i think this one's the next this one has more potential it's much closer so this one is gyarados ex it is a water type terrestrialized pokemon with 300 hp it is a stage one noteworthy and it evolves from magikarp of course it has the terrestrial ability which if you've been in the card game for a while is separate from an ability it's more just like an ancient trait in a sense where this is always active it can't be turned off by normal effects i don't know of any way right now that you can turn off this ability there might be something later but this is always effective on these pokemon and its terrestrial ability is the one that we think is on all of them this pokemon doesn't take any damage from attacks while on the bench it is a free self-contained bench barrier that cannot be shut off noteworthy as it says damage not damage counters. So something like Sableye could still ping this if it wanted to. This is like the um like the Badoo from Crown Zenith, where it just can't yes. take damage on the bench. Exactly. But but that is an ability. And this ability too, it's just, just the same text of it though, essentially. Yeah, exactly. So it's good because this thing doesn't look like it's gonna attack anytime soon. <laughs> it's got some pre- it looks like just 
based on what I'm seeing, these other EX cards, this one has like a like three oh, plus yeah. to get really its start. It's expensive attacks, and we'll go into that right here. That is first attack is for three water energy. Waterfall does a hundred damage. That is it. It is very vanilla, but very expensive for a hundred damage. That's not what you. That's not what you care about, though. <laughs> no. The next attack is the one that you're going to be using this Pokemon card for. It for water, 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 colorless, colorless. That is five energy. Tyrannical Tail. It does 180 damage. And if your opponent's active Pokemon already has any damage counters on it, this attack does 180 more damage. That's 360 damage, not counting the damage counter that it already has on it. That should knock out everything. Yeah, does there anything in the in the set have... Oh, like anything in standard have over 360 inter- uh, HP? Not innately. There are ways you could probably get something to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Not innately yet that we have seen. There probably will be. Like a stage two EX might. Yeah. The highest I think we have is 340. And I think the Magnazone EX has like 330 or That something. sounds about right. Yeah. If we're going to get there, we're going to get there with EXs. Yeah. And EXs, for folks who don't know, EXs replace Vs in a sense, but they still have to be evolved up from their normal Pokemon forms. That's different than the V mechanic, which is like the the basic V could be any stage of the Pokemon. It's similar to like the GXs we had before and then like even old EXs where they had to evolve still. Yeah. So evolution is coming back as a mechanic in Scarlet and Violet, which I'm incredibly excited for. It makes it so maybe you don't have two turn games. So... Yeah, you don't have, yeah, you don't have these super powerful immediately play things. I mean, you still have a few just because there's legendaries and they gotta be in the game, but at least bounces it out a little bit, so. Exactly. I'll let you take the Arcanine, I guess, Shamu, if you want, or, or whoever. I'll just say, go, I just threw it on here real quick just so we can at least talk about it, cause it is another, the other terrestrialization with Scarlet and Violet. Um, stage one with 280 HP. It has the same terrestrial effect of Gyarados where it doesn't take any damage from attacks while on the bench. Um, for two fire, it has Raging Claws, 30 plus. Uh, it does 10 more for each damage counter on it, so you can cap out at 300 if you have 270 damage done. And then for three fire, you do 250 and then discard two energy from this Pokemon. It definitely could, it could work, but it's just the fact of, like, you need something else to make it, like, work exactly. And the whole outrage attacks haven't been super great as of late. The combo that I see with the Bright Flame is comboing it with, you know, once you get the Arcanine active, if you have Armor Rouge on the bench and you have the um, Magma Basin Stadium, which I think we we keep, that only attaches to bench. So you attach some to some fire Pokemon on your bench, use Armor Rouge to throw that fire up to the Arcanine and the active, and use your manual attach for another round of 250 damage pretty easily. Yeah, so basically, as long as you're drawing a fire energy, you will all, like, with as, with Magma Basin and Armor Rouge, you will always be able to push things out. Push out in that 250 attack, since you counteract the two loss, so yeah. Yeah, I see that, yeah, it could be very powerful, very fun, too. A lot of it comes down to just having, like, an outlet or the proper acceleration, you know? Because, like, if you had, like, an extra acceleration way or, like, an extra attach, you can do some stuff with that. Or a welder. <laughs> You could then have that extra energy in your hand, yeah, or a welder. That extra energy in your hand could go to something else, like the Rapidash, to get that extra 30 bump. Yeah, so that's the Arcanine. Um, it has potential, but again, it feels like it's one thing off. So many things feel like they're one thing off from getting there. This next one's kind of a 
This next one is anything but one thing off. In fact, it's almost got too many options. It is Gardevoir EX. It is a psychic type with 310 HP. It's a stage two. It's got an ability that is psychic embrace. As often as you like during your turn, you may attach a basic psychic energy from your discard pile to one of your psychic Pokemon. If you do, though, put two damage counters on that Pokemon. And you can't use this ability on a Pokemon that would be knocked out by those two damage counters. So that's kind of cool. That's basically that Magma Basin, but psychic energy. Yes. And it's innate. And it's an often as you like. It's not once. Yeah. Because a lot like Magma Basin is a hard once. Yeah. What else does it do? The attack has its psychic psychic colors for the attack. Miracle Force is what it's currently translated to. 190 damage and heal any special conditions from this Pokemon. Not really noteworthy. The thing is, though, Gardevoir has a whole engine. There it is, yeah. In the Prievos, so you don't really care about the Ralph. Ralph doesn't really do too much. But there are two Curlias. One of them, if you remember the old Frogadier... Which had what, water du- water duplicates or something water like that? Water duplicates, yeah. This is Curlia duplicates, I guess. This has Mirage Step, which does the exact same thing for one Psychic, I believe. So you just put any number of Curlia. And that exact same thing, yep, look through your deck for like three Curlia and just put them onto your bench. So they are there next time. That's an attack, too, so you end your turn on it. But you have then all of a sudden like three or four Curlia out that when it comes to your turn again, you just drop them into Gardevoir, Gallade, whatever. Yes. And... You're you're off to the races. There's also a Curlia that has trade, known as refinement. So you pitch a card, draw two. Discard one, draw two. And it's great. And the uh, there's a Gardevoir with that too. Just a regular one. There's a Gardevoir. Yep, there's a Gardevoir that has discard one, draw two. And there's also one that says, look at the top two cards if you have the energy attached. I think the Shining Arcana is the one. And that's the one that the decks were also using as an attacker because it has the... Like however many energies are on this. Psychic, I think it's, I think it's psychic move. It does like 30 plus something, or 50 plus 30 for each energy on it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something crazy. And then there's even good Gallades that evolve from the Curlia too. Like this is a whole self-contained archetype engine and it's great. And what, like this is like, again, back to the thing, missing one piece. You have a damn, if you have a Pokemon that has a high enough HP or that can essentially take advantage of other things having HP to get energy down to them to then just, like, take those energies and then use them into an attack. Because I forgot about Weirdeer. Oh! Oh! Weirdeer kind of is that thing, because Weirdeer has the ability of when it goes into the active, you attach all- you can move as many energy as you like from your bench to this Pokemon. I forgot about Weirdeer! Oh, no! Yeah, I'm looking at this archetype deck, or this deck example here. It looks like Weirdeer and Zacian would take good advantage of this, too. Yeah. Yep. That was the other one I was going to mention. Zacian's also, Zacian V from, which one is it? Uh, Celebrations? This, yeah, Celebrations. This yep. Has the, like, look at the top, like, look at the top three, attach any energy in your turn ends, this ability, and then it's like, again, like a psychic attack, you do- Does 30 more damage for every psychic energy on it. Yeah, nope, that seems good. The Zacian V that's psychic type is just search your deck for a psychic energy and put it on something. Okay. Um, you're you're thinking the the metal type Zacian V we lose. I don't know if I, thought, I knew it was like a weird hybrid of the two or something like that. I can't remember how it worked. Yeah, it does end your turn though, but that one's cool because it's got a multiplier based on how many psychic energies. Like this, the psychic and Gardevoir engine is going to be really strong. It's performing really well in Japan where it's already out. It's not like tier one yet. I guess people haven't quite gotten the perfect sixty. But again, one or two things off. But this yeah. one also all is just like has so many options. So if you're a big Gardevoir fan or just like 
self-contained engines and you don't have to run a bunch of other random Pokemon if you just like the Gardevoir line, then have we got the deck for you, that's for sure. Yeah, and if you're a collector too, this is one of the whole Gardevoir line is one of the better art rares to get. It's so cool! Because it's one of those that tell a story of just, you know, a girl with her waltz as she slowly grows up and as the gar- as the waltz becomes the Gardevoir, you know. And she's like, Knitting on her couch as a grandma with the Gardevoir next to her and her little husband next to her in the room. It's so cute. I love it. <laughs> it's so cool. I love those stunts. And even just the other rares yeah. that it has, just the full art and the spe- like the yeah. special like it's the all the Gardevoir. Like yeah, no, they treated this card very well in this set. So even for a collector, it's like oh, if you want to play and use your pretty cards, Gardevoir deck uh-huh. seems like a good one to do. So, but yeah, like this deck came in second at a Japanese tournament that had three thousand one hundred and forty players, and then it also came in seventh. So like it's not bad. It's it's really good. And at the very least, too, if if there's another, like, deck that just needs generic energy acceleration, like, this is gonna be an engine you probably see for a while. Because, again, if like... If you can throw it in colorless. If you have ways to move stuff, you can also Cheryl. Yeah. The stipulation has to be it's a psychic energy attached to a psychic Pokemon. That's the problem. If you can move them around, though... Yeah, like Weirdear. Yeah, like Weirdear. Exactly. Exactly. You have the Gardevoirs on your bench and then attach more energy to them? Yeah. Because they don't have energy on them? Go nuts! Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I think Cheryl will see a lot more play this this yeah. uh, format, because we have a lot more evolutions that are, like, mattering, because before it was, like, you have a V and then to a V max, and you don't really care, you're just so fast, but these with the EX being slower and everything being an evolution, essentially, you're probably gonna see Cheryl a bit more and other things with evolution Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. I think that you might just want to take this next one, I think it's right for you. Oh, I thank you so much. You're welcome. I, I think you'd love this one. My favorite one we've got halucha um it's a fighting type pokemon with 70 hp it's a basic of course it's got the ability that replaces our little zigzagoon guy it is flying entry when you play this pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn you may choose two of your opponent's benched pokemon and put one damage counter on each of them Noteworthy difference from Zigzagoon is that, number one, it's two Pokemon you're putting damage counters on. Awesome. It's kind of like the old Giratina that could do it from the graveyard. But the big problem and why you don't immediately see this is, oh, that's how you fix Gyarados, is because it targets the benched Pokemon on your opponent's side. Can't target the active. So that's kind of a bummer. But it's still going to be played. It's still seeing play in a lot of uh, even Lost Box type things. Even though you can't scoop up Netted anymore, you can still... Yeah, you can still use it. It's pretty cool um, for just fixing damage numbers. So that's that one. Take us to the dinosaur times, Shamu. What do we got? Okay, um, we've got Coridon. Uh, it's the yeah the the weaker one of the two. Uh, basic fighting, two thirty HP. Its ability is Dino Cry. Once during your turn, and you're only going to be able to do it once. Um, you may attach up to two basic fighting energies from your discard pile to your basic fighting Pokemon in any way you like. If you use this ability, your turn ends. Yep, there's the problem. It's just It just stinks that it ends your turn when you're attaching energy, because then you miss the attack that you're attaching the energy for. It's rough. Honestly, what would make this thing, like, if, if they gave it a tool that goes, hey, remove that, ta- remove your turn Right? Ends. Your turn doesn't end if it- Yeah. Oh. But then also, um, for two fighting and a colorless, you do wild impact. 220. This perk, this Pokemon can't attack during your next turn. Okay, so just like Zacian. 
V, the old metal one. It's just a little, it's a little rough. It's like too fighting from the discard. It's not hard to exactly get that. You can definitely do that. Yeah, we've got research staying forever. Yeah. It's just the turn end part makes it just not great. Because if, if that wasn't the case, fighting could be doing something. But right now, fighting doesn't have a lot to really make work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like you just flip-flop the attacks on this, where it's like, one turn, Dino Cry, one turn, Wild Impact. So at least it's like, oh, you're you're just, you're forced to do one or the other, one, then the other. It is kind of like a one-two punch, yeah. Yeah, the only issue is like, in Pokemon, you can't really do that. If you take, if you're doing a one-two punch, you just lose. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not, you do the one turn, the second turn, okay, I attack. And then after that, you just lose because you've lost all momentum, because you have no energy acceleration, because you are attacking. And it's weak to Psychic, and when Gardevoir is going to be as dominant as it is, yeah, no. The, uh, in tandem with the, the other fighting we're getting is the Great Tusk EX, which, put it here too, just because it's like, it, it's the other fighting type that kind of works in tandem, not exactly, but. Yeah. Uh, 250 HP, one, one fighting, you do Bedrock Breaker, you do 40 Discard of Stadium in play. For three fighting, you do 250, it does 50 damage to itself, for a Giganto Tusk. So it's like, it's not not great but it's like it's a good number if you if you still run choice belt i don't know how often belt's going to be run now because belt doesn't work on ex's it says v's specifically so there's definitely a way you can use the i think it's about that works later on we'll talk about i think yeah there's adds 10 or something like that but yeah but it's just like again this isn't good enough for fighting to make something happen there are the fighting pokemon again later on in, in a different set that we've got but we're not, we're not talking about it today but that might be something you can make work yeah there's a couple pieces still to go this great tusk might be one of them and then whatever we get in whatever our june set is going to be yeah could be fun so let's get into some engine some some engine rev rev it up we, oh my gosh that's why it's an engine oh my gosh we've got rev of room which is a metal type. <laughs> it's got 140 HP. It's, of course, a stage one evolving from Varum. And its ability is Rumbling Engine. You must discard an energy from your hand in order to use this ability. Once during your turn, you may draw until you have six cards in your hand. Get it? It's an engine to help get your deck going. And it's a Room, which is an engine. <laughs> Da-da-da-da-da-da. Pop! You gotta get rid of energy to start the engine. To start the engine. <laughs> exactly. It's, oh my gosh, it's so perfect. That's so good. But, uh, Shamu pointed <laughs> out that, like, when Bebero rotates eventually, this could be a decent enough replacement. And it's a cool way to get energy in the discard, which a lot of decks can utilize. It's not gonna be for a while, but, like, it's something that, like, hey, we're gonna have a barrel for, like, one longer, one extra. It may just be your Bebero replacement if you are a deck that utilizes energy from discard. If something comes out like that, like if you need your Magma Basin target, throw this in and you've got a way to immediately put those fire energies into the discard. It's kind of cool. Kind of neat. Really, the attack doesn't have a, an energy thing there, but it just does a 90 plus 90 if you win a coin flip. Yeah, it's you're not going to attack with this. If you're attacking with this, you're losing. I doubt it. Well, if you might be playing a metal deck, who knows? You might be playing a metal deck. <laughs> who knows? Oh, goodness. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm going to go ahead and cover the next one, too, because it's been seeing some hype and some success. I don't I guess I kind of understand it, but it's still something I'm trying to wrap my head around. We've got Oinkalone EX. It is a colorless 260 HP Pokemon. It's a stage one from Lechonk. The first attack for one colorless is Fragrance Fury. 10 plus damage. This attack does 30 more damage for each of your opponent's benched Pokemon. So on a standard field with five benched Pokemon... That is 160 damage for one energy. That is not bad. No, it's not bad at all. The second attack for triple colorless energy is Heavy Stamp. 
does 210 damage, and then you flip a coin. If heads, this Pokemon can't attack during your next turn. That is essentially no drawback, if we're being honest. Yeah. Because Switch exists, and we retain it during rotation. That's not going anywhere. I think we even keep escape rope and things like that. So that is essentially a free a 210 for three colorless energy. That is not bad. I think the biggest thing to see is this is going to be a generic attacker in some decks. Yeah. Because again, it's colorless, colorless, colorless. Like, worst case, you're doing 150 for, like, well, best case, I guess, best case, 150 for one. And then, like, if you get more energy, you can do 210 and then one whatever. Yeah. But it's not bad. It's a chunky, chunky stage one that's just generic energy, essentially, that works in any deck. And, you know, if you change your mind about if you want it out, you can just Sharen's Carrot back into your hand. Yeah. And pull it up. That's even a way to get rid of this whole, like, switching can't attack thing. Yeah. If you have a way to accelerate the energy or have gotten into a loop where you've got the bench Lechonk can immediately evolve it after it pulls up with the same cologne you just Sharen's care, you can make a cool little almost infinite loop with this. It just needs one more energy acceleration to do it for that 210. So... Not bad, honestly. If we're if we're being completely honest, this is not bad. It's definitely not. It's not a bad start for sure. Yeah. So go ahead and cover your spidery Mimi boy, my friend. Yes, I I, I like I, I I hated this thing initially, then I kind of grew to like it because I just it's not that bad. But Spidop's EX, it's a stage one evolved from Tarantula, two sixty HP, uh, ability trap territory. Your opponent's active Pokemon's retreat cost is colorless more. So if you have four of these out, your opponent's active Pokemon have four retreat costs on top of whatever they have. Yeah. Uh, and then for a grass and a colorless, you do wire, you have wire hang, 90 plus damage. Uh, the 30 more for each energy in your opponent's active retreat cost. Self-contained damage boost. Woo! Yeah. So if you have one out, it does 120, assuming they don't have a retreat cost. If you have four of these out and they don't have a retreat cost, you're doing 210. Yeah, and if they do have a retreat cost, if they're chunky, they're doing yet more. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like the Leafeon. You could even pair this with Leafeon, who has a higher damage cap. Personally, I haven't theorycraft with like the Leafeon with it, because it has the same type of attack, but with the higher damage. It does 60 times the retreat cost, so you're doing, like, mm-hmm. I think it's like 240 for that. But, like, again, it's like, it's one of those things that if we get anything that has a retreat cost boosting, like a, like a Galar Mine again, or even, like, the old Absol that had an ability that boosted, like, yeah. by one. This deck might be uh something that's scary, because for two energy to do that is not bad. Yeah, honestly, I'm looking at the, all the EX Pokemon that exist right now, or that will exist in the set, and it, 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 uh, like, the only one with one retreat cost is Miraidon. Everything else has at least two. Yeah. So that means it's gonna be doing 150 damage, which is enough to base, most of the time, two-shot all these EX. I think the, the biggest thing to really keep in mind with, like, for the set, yes. The, with the meta, Mew VMAX exists, which has zero retreat cost and has 310 HP. Yeah, 310. So you have to, for that to one-shot, you'd have to get, like, a bunch of retreat costs stacked up some other way, which we don't have. Yeah. yeah. But, like, this has, like, again, this little, like, grass core with, like, Spidops and Leafeon, it's literally missing. It's cute. It's missing an extra retreat cost bump, and after that, you're good, because you have Gardenia's Vigor to attach two in one turn, if you have it in your hand. Yeah. And the other Leafeon to be a boss's orders and use your V-Star power if you need to. So, I mean, like, you, you've you got a little contained engine, so it's cool. You've got stuff. And in the art rare department, the this and Spidops, or, uh, or in uh, Tarantula, that's really cool because they literally, you stack them vertically with each other and it creates the full art. That's so cool. That's so neat. I love it. So I'm going to pick up the pace on the the remaining couple here because we've got some more pokemon some of them are really noteworthy but i'm just going to try and cover the uh relevant attacks on them so 
Magnazone EX, I'll go through it real fast. It's got 330 HP. It's a stage two, so you got to evolve it all the way up. And its important attack is Energy Crush. It does 50 damage for each energy attached to all of your opponent's Pokemon, which, especially in things like Lugia, which is not going away, can do a lot of damage really fast. So... The only problem is it's a stage two, so it's kind of garbage. It's a little rough. You could maybe, if, if we got like a good Magnemite Magneton or something else to accelerate this. Yeah, or if you stall long enough. Or, yeah, have a really good stall engine. You could probably make it work, but it's just, it's not there. Or an engine to get out the Magnemite, Magnemites quickly. And I'll just go ahead and jump right into that one. Miraidon, we're going to cover in its entirety of the card, unlike the next couple where we're just going to do a high level, just to keep y'all from having to listen to us gush about every element of the card. Like, oh my god, it's weakness or whatever. Miraidon. Honestly, like, the next two are kind of important with the rest of their stuff to a degree, so, but we'll... Yeah, so we've got Miraidon EX, the other box legend, the good one. It's a lightning type with 220 HP. Its ability is tandem unit once during your turn. You may search your deck for two basic lightning Pokemon and put them onto your bench. Then shuffle your deck. Notice something missing there? Does it end your turn? That's right, it doesn't end your turn. It's not a hard once per turn? Yeah, notice something different? Does it have any restriction, or am I crazy? No. Nope. No. No, there's no restriction, so you can, so you can Maridon into Maridon into Maridon into Maridon. Yeah. And then Maridon into, like, a Regilecki. Or, no, you could even Maridon into Maridon and Alecki, and then use that second Maridon to fill out the remaining two spots of your bench. Well, no, or you can get four Maridon on your bench to just, like, do that it's not when you play this card it's not when you play this from your hand you can nest ball me right on out activate the ability and do it again like it's it's wild and it's not like once it you can do it every turn if you want again we're just missing these types are just missing one thing they're missing one thing one thing <laughs> but its attack for lightning lightning colorless is photon blaster 220 damage and this pokemon can't attack next turn so not bad. And it's got a retreat cost of one. Hey, you know what works really well with this? The basic electric. The basic electric. That's 220. What do two Lucky VMAXs do? It makes it 280. Yep. There you go. There it is. Regilecki plus this. And a third one that's 310. Yeah. And the Ampharos, I think, is another combo that people have been theorizing with it. But it has yet to see tournament results in Japan. We'll see if people crack it. The Ampharos doesn't have enough damage output. Yeah, the energy acceleration is also a problem with this deck. You can get the Pokemon out, but... There's an energy acceleration card in the set. Oh, yeah, the item. So we'll get there. Yep, yep. Cover Bayonet, Shamu. Yeah, I'll cover these next two real quick, because these are easy. Uh, Bayonet Stage 1, Psychic, 250. Um, Do you do you like uh, good old Gengar Mimikyu? Vim- do you like Gengar Mimikyu? Yeah. <laughs> do you like do you like Vic- Vicavolt? You'll love this card. For one Psychic, you do 30 damage. Your opponent can't play item cards from their hand during their next turn. Yay! Item lock. Let me make sure that uh, it's clear because this is something I caught also with this rotation. Ooh, yeah, Pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon tools and items. Yes, they yes. were considered the same, but now they're not the same. Yeah, thank you for that. They are not. We will go over that a little bit later when we hit the trainers because there are some yeah. trainers and cards there that will matter. That will matter for a lot. Yeah, because yeah, that's the big thing that I noticed is like yeah, they're not this. They're changing that. Typing. You you won't stop the tools with this, but you'll stop items, which is still good enough. And then for Psychic and a Colorless, you look at your opponent's hand, which is already good. You do 60 damage for each trainer card in your opponent's hand. So it's just like the G- Gengar Mimikyu from before. Yep. It's even the same attack name. Yep. And uh, yeah, Weakness Darkness 2 Retreat cost, but this is just going to be something you see it's play with. It's cute and annoying. It's, it's cute, it's annoying, because you can just 
item lock, and that can stop certain decks. Honestly, like a 1-1, one, one, it could be even in like a Lost Engine, where you have the other Bayonet that gets, a, gets you a supporter out of your discard, and then one of this one to just be annoying if you want to. <laughs> like, you have options. And it's Psychic Color, this means you can Mirage Gate to it easily. Yep. Hello, it's me, crafting the worst dark Lost Zone, lost zone box on the planet. That's plagiarism, don't take my ideas. <laughs> Alright, hit, hit me with Klefki. Klefki, basic Pokemon, 70 HP. Uh, ability! Prank Lock. As long as this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, each player's basic Pokemon in play have no abilities other than Prank Lock. I hate it, because that shuts down Lost Zone almost entirely. Yes, this is going to be very annoying to deal with. It also shuts down Miraidon, Coridon, any basic. It shuts down a lot of things currently. Yeah, yeah it's a good Pokemon for your Gardevoir-type decks in the short term just to, like, get you set up. Stall it out, let you evolve. The biggest thing to keep in mind, though, is with Loss of Scoop Up Nut. Bench spaces are very important. Yeah. You put something down on the bench, it's on the bench. You're probably not going to get that back off the bench unless it's knocked out. But it might be good to play two of these because escape rope still exists and you can rope between the two of them. So That's the thing. Yeah, you play, if you want to play, you probably want to play two in case lock. They can't lock, break the up, lock. And so they, yeah, you can't break the lock. Uh, but for one colorless, it has knockoff. Does 10 damage. Before doing damage, discard a Pokemon tool attached to the opponent's active Pokemon. That can very much come up in many cases, depending on what's going on. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about this fun little boy? Oh, I want to talk about this fun little boy. I'm so excited. This is the last Pokemon I think we're going to cover, and it is, you're going to be floored that I'm talking about this as a good Pokemon. Squavit. thing is so dumb. It's a colorless Pokemon, has 60 HP, basic of course, the ability. The ability is what we're talking about this for. Heidi Hole. Once during your turn, you may use this ability. Shuffle your hand and put it on the bottom of your deck. Then draw a card. So you are left with one card in your hand. Why is this handy for, you may be asking me, Seth, why the heck would I just want one card in my hand? What, what kind of goofiness? Do you remember Mustard? Yeah. You remember Single Strike Mustard, the one that if you have this card and this card only in your hand, you play it and then you search your deck for a single strike, put it on your bench and draw five? Yeah, that's one reason. How do I get the Mustard on top of my deck, though, Seth? How do I do that? There's an Altaria that lets you search your deck once per turn and put a supporter on top of it. Remember Archie's Ace in the Hole? Maxi's yeah. Ball Trick? You can find it now. <laughs> The other thing that I like most with this, like, that's a cool gimmick engine for very specific decks. The thing that I like with this is pairing this one card with a Beberil engine. Because if your hand is garbage and Beberil will not help you get out of that problem, you put all of those cards on the bottom of your deck with the Squavit and then just Industrious Incisors to draw four. And you have a whole new hand. Yeah. You can cycle through the top and bottom of your deck so quickly. With this, you, it's not once per turn either, so if you get multiple Squavit for some reason, and have multiple Babarel for some reason, or just, you know, whatever, you can you can do whatever you want with this. It's so cool for just churning through your deck at a rate. And one other thing, too, that's really cool, if you're Lost Zone and you have a whole lot of energies in your hand, you can, in theory, put this, just put them down, and, you know, they're all Mirage Gatable again. It's an option bad option but it's an option like there are things you can do with this that are really cool definitely it just comes down to the whole like bench space issue it's i'm like, so hype i hope there's a cool alt art for squavit specifically i really hope so but that is the pokemon we're gonna hit the trainers now yes and then to kind of go back that tools are now no longer items yes they are their own separate thing so like again as we said bayonet bayonet will not lock you from using tools because they are no longer items and this, importantly, applies to current tools. This is an errata that will be out. Yes. That's where something 
you know, we all see it says it's an item, but we all know because of the errata that was issued that 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 is no longer correct. That is not true. They are a tool trainer card. They are no longer a tool item trainer card. They're just the two. So under item lock, be it Vikavolt or that bayonet, you can still attach your air balloon and get out of the active now. So that's cool. There's a couple other reprints, speaking of which. I was just going to blitz through all of them real quick. They have them sporadically, but... um. Yeah, hit me. So we get Palpad and Nuthball, EXP Share. So those are all coming back. We have Ultra Ball, Mercandy, Rocky Helmet. Um, and then we have Pokegear and Judge. Yep, and I think those are the ones from Scarlet Violet, which I think is all we'll go over. Yeah, and then just for time reasons. Yeah, we will get a boss reprint though in the future. Yeah, yeah, boss ain't going anywhere. It's Getsis. Spoiler. So there's a couple cool little trainer cards. No, typically there aren't many like crazy powerful ones that come out of the first set so we'll go over these again kind of real quickly maybe throw a a synergy idea out there too we've got our first tool card which is rock chest plate the fighting pokemon this card is attached to takes 30 less damage from attacks from your opponent's pokemon it just makes fighting pokemon more resilient yay who cares fightings are bad so that's it's after weakness which matters because it's not going to really stop a weakness from beating you actually fightings might not well some fightings are bad um it might be cool on a Stonejourner because that's somehow going to start seeing play because Lugia just becomes, instead of like the toolbox Lugia that it is now. It becomes single strike Lugia. Lugia yeah. becomes single strike Lugia because that's the only relevant uh, special energy that the Archaeops can accelerate now. That actually does stuff, yeah. Get ready to see a bunch of Tyranitar and Stonejourner. They're going to be everywhere. So if you've got a fighting weakness, cough, cough, Arceus decks, you're going to have a real big problem. Yep. Honestly, that's probably what's keeping Gardevoir down, too, is people realizing, oh, yeah, Lugia can do this. So Titar is crazy right now. Get your Titars now. They're they're going to they're stonks. And the next one, another tool. We're losing Troy. Or... Oh, this one. Yes. So Troy's band might not work or Troy's belt might not work. But um, we have Defiant Band. If you have more prizes remaining than your opponent or prize cards remaining than your opponent. Um, the attacks of this Pokemon do 30 more damage to your opponent's active. I forgot about this card. Oh, my gosh. So if you are behind, you will do 30 more. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We have an immediate replacement. Okay. Yes. And it's not locked to EXV, whatever rule box. It's just, if you are behind, you do a 30. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. There is also a very weaker, a much weaker version of this we're getting. I think we had one before too. It's like a vitality band that just does 10 more or something like that. Yeah, it's like 10 more. Yeah, it's Vitality Band, straight up Vitality Band. It's a reprint, so if you've got old ones, you can use them again. Oh, is it a reprint? Okay, I didn't know it was a reprint for sure. I just yeah. Okay, I think that was early Sword and Shield as well. I feel yeah, like. it sounds right. I just didn't. That know. was our remember. beta beta choice belt. Yeah. So we've got some cool supporters now. We've got Penny, the you know yeah Eevee girl, and she's a supporter. They put they put a coin on a card. What? uh it its text reads return one of your basic pokemon in play and all cards attached to it to your hand kind of cute for recycling if you have a uh, big heavy basic that you know needs to be pulled up if you're a basic heavy deck this is their scoop up scoop up was busted as an item yep and it's a supporter it's a little different wording i think but it's just yeah it's they they had to slow it down because four scoop ups in a turn is not okay yeah basic only though so that's kind of a bummer but yeah Oh, well, it'll see play somewhere. Um, I'll hit the next one, too. Why not? We've got Jacques, the trainer supporter card, and search your deck for up to two evolution Pokemon cards. Reveal them and put them into your hand, then shuffle your deck. This replaces evolution incense, but is a supporter, so it's not nearly as strong. Hit me with the trainer stadium. Yeah. 
the yeah, the next two here. Um, yeah. Beach Core. The retreat costs of each Pokemon, or each player's basic Pokemon is colorless lust. This gives Comfey free retreat. That's not okay. Comfy has free retreat. This is awesome. I'm so hyped for this. <laughs> the duality of man. Not okay. This is awesome. <laughs> it's like that picture of the, of the two houses, the one pink and glittery one in the black, dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is like really, really good. Like it makes Maridon free yeah. retreat too. Oh shoot! I didn't think of that. So you can like so if you get the whole like Regilecki thing, you just attack, retreat to the other one, attack with that one, retreat to the other. Oh no, that's so bad. This is this is <laughs> it's so so basic, but it's so good. Yeah. Speaking of electric types, yes, we have electricity generator. Look at the top five cards of your deck. Choose up the two basic lightning energy cards and attach them to your benched lightning Pokemon any way you like, and then shuffle the remaining in. So you yeah. just like max elixir, but less cards, but more possible acceleration. Shark, you know this. Is attaching energies to your Pokemon good? Oh, yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so what's better than attaching one energy? Gotta be able to use attacks. You gotta use attacks. You gotta use attacks. <laughs> you gotta do something. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll take the next couple as well. We're back to supporters. I'll just take... Take us home, honestly. We've got three to go. Katie is a trainer. It's a supporter card. Using this card ends your turn. Shuffle your hand into your deck and draw eight. Garbage. Draw eight's cool, but it ends your turn, so what do you do with them? Like, what are you doing? This might be some play in some control-ass thing or something. You never know. It's, just, it's not... the Ending your turn is not good, but the fact that you can just draw eight, you know, it's like... If you got nothing else, I guess it's something, but Judge exists, so... Blech. And essentially, it's a, it, you're you're losing a turn for a mulligan. Yep. Which is not good, but also, like, I don't know. You never know. Yeah. We've got another supporter that's seeing a decent amount of play in these Japanese tournaments. Yes. It is our sandwich boy himself, Arvin. Search your deck for an item card and a Pokemon tool card. Reveal them and put them into your hand. This thing is busted. And shuffle. Yeah. So what's a cool combo you can do with this? I... I know there's a couple. The, the one I'm aware of, again, Maridon, um, Electricity Generator EXP Share. Yep. Because you put the EXP Share on something, you get the Electricity Generator. If your Pokemon dies and the active, you get to take... So if you have multiple EXP Shares on the field, and your active Pokemon... Well, let's, let's say you have three three energy on your active, three EXP Shares on the bench. Yep. Each one of them trigger, don't they? Yep. You can take all three of those energies on the active and put them each to one of your Pokemon with an EXP Share. Uh-huh. So you don't lose your energy. It's wild. And you don't need that tool spot for a boost, because if you're playing Regilecki, you have the boost in Regilecki. Uh-huh. Yep. It's a cool little combo. It's yeah. It's, it's like, also, you know the guy's, you know the seal stones? Yep. The seal stones. Yeah. We have a supporter that searches them now. Oh, no. The seal stones. I forgot about that. So you can Luminion Arvin, Arvin into a seal stone. Oh, no! And a switch to get the right thing! Oh, no! Yeah, it, this is a very good card. This Arvin is... Oh, that's why it's in those Lost Box decks? Oh, my gosh! Arvin is insane. It's so basic, but, like, any... I, what I've learned from Yu-Gi-Oh! and other trading cards in general, anything that gives you a search is good, and this gives yep. you a search for an any-card search. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah. Have yeah. fun with Arvin. So we've got the final card that we're going to be reviewing today. That is one of the trainers, and it's probably going to be the most expensive alt art that there is. It is the nurse from the video game, Miriam. She's a supporter card. Choose up to five Pokemon cards from your discard pile, reveal them, and shuffle them into your deck. Then 
Draw three cards. <laughs> this is just Pot of Avarice for Pokemon? It's Brock's Grit for Pokemon only, and draw three. It's wild. Pot of Avarice, you... It is, it is what it is. Pot of Avarice. Shuffle, I know. Uh, shuffle I five know. monsters from your deck into your graveyard that draw two. I it's just know. one extra card, and it's not up to. Or it's up yep. to instead of... Yeah. So, yeah, this one's cool because we'd lose Ordinary Rod, which loses a lot of the putting Pokemon back into your deck from your discard. You generally, like, they're running Clara instead just to get him back to your hand, so it kind of, like, works in the same way. And that gets energies, too. This is only Pokemon. But it's real neat that it's both shuffle back and then draw three, so you have a chance to get one of those Pokemon that you shuffled back in, so that's cool. Yeah, this might see some play, especially because, um... As a one of recovery... Uh, cause we might be getting, uh, Lost March, Night March back, possibly. We don't know. Uh, yep. <laughs> we got the first, we got a, po- a Pokemon revealed with the first attack of that, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's a bit scary. That's gonna be for next time, though, <laughs> right before the other one comes out. No, not this time, not this time. That'll be our May TCG review set when we talk about what the cards we know from the others. Yeah. But yeah, so that is where we are, and honestly, it's real exciting. Um, some of the big deck names that are coming out from the Japan format, which is currently essentially in this format already, they've already had rotation. These cards are out there. Some big names that are not unfamiliar are Lost Box in some form. There's regular Lost Box with just the Sableye Comfy plus whatever. There is Giratina, which is doing very well over there. Arguably, it's the best deck in format right now, despite the fact that it's not topping results, the fact that people are countering it. Yeah, I think I think the one thing to point out with Japan, just so we make sure people are aware, oh, Japan yeah, is best yeah. of one, not best of three. Yeah, they're different slightly than us. Oh. So that's a major difference, because best of one, you can pull some cheese and just win with a random deck, and then you just... Yeah. You just, like, you just get stomped out or get super lucky or unlucky, or... It's a lot more risk versus reward than... Yeah. Like you said, the biggest thing is, like, you can do some kind of weird teching. So don't necessarily just copy a Japanese list because they have a fundamentally different format than we do, but you can get at least a good baseline. Yeah, it's a good base to get off of it, and then you can just tweak it from there. Other names, like we mentioned, Lugia is still here, but it's just single strike Lugia now. Um, Mew is still very powerful, so get ready to have Drapions in every single deck. Uh, then the new faces, things like Gardevoir, and honestly, that's the only real new face that you see other than just some tech cards and things like that. That's the only directly new face. Um, Maridon, I think, sees some play, too. Yeah, Maridon, with it, how self-contained and powerful it is, that makes a lot of sense. That Stonejourner in Lugia probably keeps it down a little bit more than we expected, now that people have figured out how to do Lugia again. Because when you can cheat the Pokemon card game, it's good, and you win with it, because you're cheating, legally. Again, this format takes effect next month. Like, middle of April is when we'll finally have the rotation and things will be legal. Uh, one other thing to note that I just want to make sure we say it. If y'all are going to any tournaments and you want to use some of these reprint cards that are currently legal, things like the energy cards with the silver borders or Pokegear, which we get back, but may have the cool new Scarlet Violet alt art, don't do that until the set itself is legal. So if you go to a pre-release and you pull a really cool, I don't know, Pokegear and want to use it at, say, Charlotte, North Carolina or whatever, don't do not do that. <laughs> You'll be kicked out. You'll have to replace that card with a basic energy because you're breaking the rules. So t- don't replace your cards in your deck for bling quite yet. Give it a little bit of time. Did we keep your pace, Shark? Do you... Do you have any questions for us to make sure that the the folks at home don't have any? No, I think uh, we're good. I'm excited about this set, though. 
I really am too. Even from like a collector standpoint, this one is so much nicer than sets have been recently with, you know, the trainer galleries being things from this set, gosh dang it, and no stupid rainbow rare. Yeah, rainbow rare being gone is so nice. I'm excited to just collect them again, very honestly. I was so burnt out from pulling, you know, a my rare being replaced by something that was going to rotate in a couple months, and I just got real irked by that, so I just stopped buying them, <laughs> very honestly. Well, at risk of this being a longer episode, we're going to call the topic there, so we're going to kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode, and we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. <laughs> episode and welcome to our pokemon of the episode our pokemon this week is national dex number 936 armor rouge the fire warrior pokemon Oof, did we forget to get a dex entry <laughs> i don't ever need i never get one <laughs> all right i've got oh, hold the on, thing. Hold on. i've got it open already so <laughs> let's. I got it. I'm pulling up a dex. Here we go. Let's let's restart that. Oh my! No, gosh. no, we keep it. No, no we, keep, we it. keep it. I'm keeping it. We're going. What are you gonna do? Sue me? Thatch, come at me. <laughs> you have no reins. <laughs> okay, shark, hit me. And Violet's entry reads: This Pokemon clads itself in armor that has been fortified by psychic and fire energy, and it shoots blazing fireballs. Heck yeah, it does. <laughs> wow, we're. We're very professional. Uh, so we've got a team for you. It is in the VGC 2023 Series 2 format. Or Regulation B is how it's now called. Yeah. This team apparently was the eighth place team from last month on the Regulation B ladder. So that's exciting. And it will probably be, I think Sharky mentioned this, it'll be kind of probably the final Regulation B team poke of the episode one because april's coming all right my oh there'll be a few more but yeah you're okay. getting we're yeah, about yeah. to shift into series three or regulation c oh, okay yeah and that's where the the treasures of ruin are legal right mm-hmm. which there's definitely going to be a lot of those that'll be a shake-up for sure so we'll dive right into it and we've got an armor rouge holding a shookaberry. The ability is weak armor, and its terra type is grass. The EVs are as follows: 68 HP, four defense, 252 special attack, four special defense, and 180 speed. Basically, just a tiny bit of bulk because EVs are weird at level 50 and max special attack and enough speed for a certain threshold. It's got a modest nature, and the moves are expanding force, armor cannon. Clear smog. Why does it get clear? And protect. So that is pretty standard. Just hit things hard, armor rouge. And it's cool that it can kind of resist an earthquake. But I assume the clear smog does to do with like uh, what's it called? Um, Dundo. So I assume that's what that's for. Yeah, that's what the clear smog is for. I just didn't realize it got it, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fire types get that move weird. Yeah, no, it's got a good, it's got a good set of move pool mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, so. very cool. But you heard me say the move expanding force, so that the next Pokemon is on this list should not be a surprise. It's Armourouge's best buddy, Indeedy female with safety goggles, so it's powder proof. The ability is, of course, Psychic Surge, and the EVs are just boring max HP, max defense, one in special defense with a bold nature. And it's got Psychic, Follow Me, Helping Hand, and Protect. Standard female support, Indeedy, and, you know, it, it's going to be able to do the stuff because it's not going to get rage-powdered or spored or whatever. 
So that's cool. We got uh, two little offensive boys. They're girls. Uh-huh. They're non-gender machine and primal beings. We've got Iron Bundle with a booster energy. Quark Drive, of uh, The course. tallest ice-type Pokemon. Yeah, tallest ice-type. You know, the <laughs> uh, Terra-type Ghost. I assume that's just to, like, stop Mach Puncher fighting moves and such like that. Uh, yeah. Or explosion or whatnot. Uh, max special attack, max speed with four special defense, timid nature, with hydro pump, freeze dry, icy wind, protect. Just yep. hit hard. Hit hard, hit fast. Uh, and then you got Fluttermane with choice specs, with protosynthesis as the, ah, protosynthesis as the ability if you can't have anything else. Terratype fairy to make your moonblast hit harder and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, with four HP, max special attack, max speed, timid nature as well. Moonblast, shadow ball, dazzling gleam, and psy shock. Just, Maximizing damage, just the two hitting most hard as standard fellows on the team. Goodness, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, they're they're the top on like usage stats yeah. for a reason. These things hit really hard, and yeah. can't wait for Chiu to outpace them. <laughs> right, Ugh, gross. All right, take us home, Shark. What do we got? All right, and we have a nice little fun sand core to this team as well, led by Lichen Rock. Uh, uh, just regular dawn form, uh, or day yeah. form with Sandrush's ability holding a focus sash, uh, 252 attack, 252 speed, adamant nature, and a ghost Terra, I guess, again, for resisting, uh, immune to fighting and also being able to avoid like extreme speeds and mock punches. Oh, yeah, extreme so, speed. That uh, is pretty That's probably, yeah, one. that makes more sense for Iron Bundle too. That's another yeah, big yeah. one, yeah. Rock slide, bulldoze, close combat, and endeavor. Very good. So, ooh, oh, endeavor. Oh, I see. Oh, Sash endeavor really... in sand is so cute. Yep, <laughs> I just hit that. Mm. It just hit me. I'm like, that'll chip everything down and whittle it away with the yep. sand damage. Now, how so, do we set yep. the sand there, Shark? That would be with Tyranitar holding a choice band with sand stream. But 252 attack, 252 speed adamant, so it's a little fast attacking boy with mm. the band. Uh, Terra-type flying, so that it doesn't die to earthquakes. That sets its weaknesses nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, earthquakes and fighting moves, yeah. Uh, rock slide, just to get those flinches. Uh, assurance, because you can be able to get the whittle damage off with something else on your team that's faster. Uh, brick break. To break screens and or just coverage, Ooh, and then terror blast. So a good flying spad option, and that mm-hmm. hits the grass types and fighting types that like to come in on Tyranitar. So that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, that's it. That's the team. And give it a whirl. Armor Rouge is real cool, both in regular and TCG. Yep. Does it have any funky um, trivia parts? No, it does not. No, it looks not like really. Mega Man. They. They called it Armor Rouge instead of Armor Rouge yeah, for a Arma little bit Rouge. because they had a typo on the Pokemon Whoopsie site. doodle. And yep. then who would have thought it's a mirror image of Cerulege stat-wise. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's nothing great. It's boring. <laughs> it's not Armor Rogue. It's not mm-hmm. that. It's Rouge, the color. So don't mispronounce it. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that is our team. That is our Pokemon of the episode. And so with that, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. So we will be right back. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. 
Welcome to The Mailbag. The Mailbag is the part of the show where we read listener emails on the show. You can email us too at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And last week we asked you, what did you guys think of the Pokemon Day announcement? We're going to start it off with, I think you've got the first one, Shamu. Yes, I do. Got it from Trev. Uh, hola, Puckle. I thought the Direct was exactly what we all expected it to be and nothing more. <laughs> I'm loving everything the DLC is promising, and the most notable thing for me was there being new outfits finally. Two out of the four original options kind of suck, and even though these new ones aren't anything flashy, it gives me hope that we'll have even more options when the DLC is here. Same. I, I want more outfits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give us outfits, please. Uh, I did the raids <laughs> for Iron Leaves and Walking Wake with my wife, and it reminded me how fun the raiding is in Scarlet and Violet. Also, Walking Wake is huge. I thought it was a, right? like a Velociraptor, but more like a T-Rex. I think it's, yeah. It's a giant. How tall is that? I gotta look it up. I don't know. I like what they did with it. I, I like our Gremlin, Goblin, Velociraptor, Sweet Coon. I appreciate it's it. It's 11 feet tall. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> It'll fit in your backyard. It'll fit in my backyard. <laughs> you can step over my fence, my god. Yep. The the Pokemon Classic TCG set seems really interesting. Whether I buy it or not will depend on the price. $280. Yeah. Is that what we have for the US? Yep. Yep. Oh, god. Yep. Uh, I'd probably rather spend my money on whatever the current cards, or whatever are the current cards than a set like that. I'm hoping my, my local gaming bar will buy it since it's a self-contained set. That way I can check it out with some friends sometime. The uh, the classic with the case and the counters and the die roller, $280. Yeah, I just want, I want that, like, die I roller want plus it. the damage I want the counters. die roller, I hate dice. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah. I really love the Twilight Wing series. I'm hoping for a Scarlet, Ver- Scarlet Violet version, so I hope Pokemon Concierge isn't in place of that. But if that's all we get, then at least it seems interesting. I imagine it's separate. Yeah. I just say I won't play, won't be playing Sleeper Cafe Remix. How dare you? Come on, Cafe Remix, what the- <laughs> no. We'll make you play Pokemon Sleep, you'll be playing Pokemon Sleep with the fishes. <laughs> Step one, mix your own cement. Not every year has had the best Pokemon day ever, so all this year's was good enough. <laughs> Last week's episode whispered in my ear the idea of a Heart Gold Soul Silver remake, and I realized Blech. BSP's biggest flaw was it used Diamond and Pearl and ignored the every good thing Platinum added. <laughs> there to give Heart Gold and Soul Silver the same treatments, Oh wait, am I, uh, it would be uh, it would be all the good with almost none of the bad, and that would be so perfect. As long as they don't <laughs> skip out in the battle frontier around this time and keep the Pokeyasalon, Poke I'll be very happy. That's fair. So you're gonna keep? I, I guess I guess the uh, the EXP grind was good. I, I yeah. that's shocking to me. But uh, um, <clears throat> I usually don't count on the long shots when it comes to hoping for a Pokemon game, but this would be too perfect for me. Anyway, this email is about how we like the Pokemon Day announcements. Not for my, not my hopes for future remakes. I'll end the email with this. If my phone were to fill the auto sentence the Pokemon Day announcement was, this is what it would write. I think the announcement was the same for me as I can. 5 a.m. on my own life and I look at the end result of my life orb in my truck. Uh huh. Yeah. That's, I was, you know, I was thinking the same thing, my guy. (laughs) I was, what? (laughs) Uh, this is probably only funny to me because I have late night giggles, but I'm keeping it in the email anyways. Catch you on the flip flop. (laughs) Trev, the late night legend, co-written by Trev's phone. Co-written by Trev's phone? (laughs) You know what? No, I'm disappointed. Why was this not co-written by your fridge? Can we give Trev's phone the green Toros batch? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Let's give Trev's phone. (laughs) Next time I want this co-written by your fridge. Keep that in mind, Trev. There we go. My Samsung smart fridge. I won't ever hear that's written by your fridge, but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That was a good one. 
So that brings us to the next one, which I think you've got, Shark. Is that right? Yep, I do. All right, let's get here. All right. Hello, Puckle Crew. While listening to your review of Pokemon Day presentation this week, I had some thoughts I wanted to share, so I decided to write in and offer them. First of all, since the perp- since the question of the purpose of Pokemon Sleep arose, I have the answer. Pokemon Sleep is so that all Pokemon fans can now live the dream of living Mystery Dungeon, <laughs> eating Cafe Remix, <laughs> and sleeping Sleep Pokemon. What more could you ask? Uh, could one ask for? Yeah. Second. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, I choose to. Where's Conquest? I want to conquer. I want. I want to be a dictator. Where's my? Po- you can live, eat, sleep, and vanquish your enemies' Pokemon. Secondly, I choose to believe the naming convention of the new product was actually intentional. In my world, the Go Plus Plus was named by someone who thought it would be a good programming joke, borrowing from CNC Plus Plus, meaning that Go Plus Plus is actually the legendary Go Plus One of making people be confused. <laughs> and I'm sure, as I'm sure it was obvious, I hope. I got some chuckles from all y'all from uh, with my terrible jokes. Thanks for the hard work every week, and I hope y'all are having a good week. Gigasaurus Games. That was cool. Yeah. Where's the Where's the Pokemon Go plus plus minus equals seventeen? I don't know. If we're gonna get a whole equation one time, and this is gonna be the part of where Pokemon teaches you math. Mm-hmm. When you get the formula, you get a discount code on the website. We need something with We need something with equals so we can actually make a formula. Because then we do like Go plus plus. Go plus the go, go plus, plus, plus equals minus Pokemon, Pokemon equals reality. Right. There we go. Mm-hmm. It's all a plan. They all connect. Ignore the thing on my wall with all the strings between the product names. They Pepe all Sylvia, connect. Pepe Sylvia. All right. So I've got the last email. It is from Nico. 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 I'm going to go Nico. Good morning, Puckle Crew. It's Nico again. Since the Pokemon Presents, we've had time to process. I managed to catch the new Paradox Mons. My leaves is nicknamed Iron Swanson. And I'm wondering if these Pokemon will be available in the DLC. As much as I like catching them in raids, they're unbreedable, which adds scarcity. Side note, where's the pause on the floor, people, for walking wake? I guess that's just a thing for starters. I'm happy the Teal Mask is introducing new regional variants of Incineroar, Unpheasant, and Thwacky. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Pheasantipity is by far my favorite, but I will never learn how to spell its name. I expect another evolution and or form for all of them. Some people assume it may be a Sentai-style Power Rangers outfit just based on the masks in the trailer. Who knows? Maybe they'll merge into a Megazord or something. Pokemon merging was hinted at in the Scarlet and Violet books, and I could imagine Walking Wake and Iron Leaves eventually having some horrible merged form with the rest of their Paradox trios. I think going back to the pause on the floor thing, we already had that with Suicune. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, now we want pause off the floor. You want pause on the floor? We have Suicune over there. We have it already. Yeah. Suicune at home. <laughs> it's also the same when you have a, a four, four, and then you go on two, like Incineroar. It's like, no. Why? It's cool, though, because it's just a Dilophosaurus. Yeah, it's also a dinosaur, which are... It's that frilt lizard that spat at the guy who stole the dinosaur eggs in Jurassic Park. That's what... Yeah. It even spits and has, like... That's how it does its moves. It spits. It's like a flamethrower. It spits scalding water, scar- scalding water, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on with this. I still have hope for the blocked-off region in the Paldea map. Maybe it's an airport to take you to the DLC. Maybe they'll let us visit that space in a future game. 
perhaps an upcoming XY remake, perhaps Pokemon Legends Floette. It could be the unannounced wave of DLC people are talking about, but I don't think it that's happening. It should happen, but the same could be said for Pokemon Z and Legends DLC. I can't wait for something to, like, to the in-game cutscene yeah. of, like, a beam hitting yeah. that giant rock and it shatters through a reveal a whole city of, like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a modern city. It's like nothing happened. They activated the weapon again? No, it's, what it is is that, you know, it's clay from Pokemon, uh, <laughs> from black and white with his extra drill just burrowed a hole through the wall. I've been digging for months. <laughs> and it leads you to Onova instead of Kalos. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you start the Legends game. We are sorry. You just, you just find the, uh, the subway was just, uh, whichever one of the two, Ingo and Emmett, is actually still here and not in the past. Yep, it's just literally a subway system. I'm just imagining the whole, like, statue thing, you just take, like, a chi- like a chisel and, like, a hammer, you hit it once, and it just shatters to a perfect, like, subway huh? train or something like that. Like, huh? it's, per- it's just like, mm-hmm. yep, this was here. It's all prep. And you get to the end of the subway, and it takes you to Unova, and you get out, and it's an announcement <laughs> comes over the PA. Attention passengers, we regret to inform you that the entrance to Unova is currently blocked by a group of Psyduck with a headache. Please tune back next winter 2024 with the DLC for... <laughs> <laughs> No! We are going to go on a detour to Kanto. Enjoy your stay. No! For the 17th time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let me wrap up this email. Side note. Yeah. I can understand the disinterest in Pokemon Sleep. What? But we've forgotten one important thing. Sleeping animals are adorable. The draw of collecting cute napping Pokemon should be irresistible. If Pokemon Sleep had been released before 2020, it would have been the only way to see a sleeping Pokemon that isn't just using its idle battle animation with its eyes closed. Now, Pokemon actually have real lying down sleeping animations, and Pokemon Snap has nothing new to offer. Also... I have never been more hyper-aware of Pikachu's voice actor as when I was when I heard her singing lullabies in the trailer. It's highly unsettling having a human pretending to be an animal in my bed and singing to me while I try to sleep. (laughs) Somehow I'd like it more if it were Meowth talking to me. Make this happen, Game Freak. Hey, time to go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Alright, this email has gotten long, so I won't get into how Thatch pronounces Vivian today. Gotta save that for a future email. Hope you all have had an incredible week, and don't forget to change your clocks tomorrow, if that applies to you. Catch you on the flip-flop, Nyko. Ooh, that's a good reminder. I forgot about that happening this week. Yeah, nope, it is. Enjoy the one less hour of sleep. We're recording from the past, Puckalonians. Ooh, (laughs) we know the future. We're all regional. We're all paradox Pokemon because we're from the past. Don't do it with the regional. You can't stop me. (laughs) Regional Seth. What's what would be my paradox Pokemon name? I'll have to figure that out. Um, Walking bird hater. I I don't know. (laughs) Breathing bird. My name would be Iron Supplement. (laughs) Buzzing bee. (laughs) Buzzing bee. Oh, shoot. That would be a good one. Uh. Well, our question next week is going to be uh, either what do you think of the competitive TCG, the Scarlet Violet base set that is coming out, things of along that line, or, you know, what do you think your Paradox Pokemon name would be? <laughs> you can answer with both or either of those questions. We'll be happy to read it on the show, hopefully. So other than that, you can continue to get more puckily goodness throughout the week. 
You can follow us on Discord. That's the most important one. That's where we hang out. That's where we are. That's where you can get the uh, uh, final raids for <laughs> your Iron Leaves and Walking Wake now that those are done or get help on that Decidueye one that's coming up. If you want more, even beyond Discord, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram specifically. And follow us on YouTube where we post all sorts of other videos, including the audio versions of this podcast. That is youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. And if you are able to if you'd like to support the show a little bit more directly you can follow us on patreon at puckle podcast on patreon that goes to making the show the wonderful thing that it is and makes it so our voices are a little bit cleaner in your ears as opposed to recording on some weird other things and we appreciate that very very much so thank you all for all of our patreon supporters thank all of you who are listening and all that kind of stuff until next time i have been seth vilo I've been Shamu. And I've been Shark Finnegan. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs> <laughs>